Yeah, the only good and part of Monster else. is literally Nicki Minaj's very. That's yeah. it. It's the only good part. There we go. That's so much worse. <laughs> that <laughs> honestly like, sounds going. worse than if you just said the N word. I don't know Nick about that. Nick is the authority here. Yeah, exactly. I knows what he's saying. I wrote the book on racism. On being what, racist the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who you're getting at. I, <laughs> I slammed them, whoever it was. looking for something new, meets every week to discover a new topic. By a cosmic fluke, they gain a few listeners, but yearn for something more. Little do they know that this week, a topic suggestion from one of the hosts will have them uploading directly from the Twilight Zone. All right. I almost lost that yearn for something more. For some reason, yearn makes me think of like they're trying to they're trying to fuck. <laughs> I would fuck yearning a for a deeper topic. connection. <laughs> We're yearning. I should have had the headphones. Oh. I was messing with my Rod Sterling impression. I don't have names. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. I have canceled my Rod Sterling impression. Uh, maybe Too I'll racist. Ju- <laughs> Not racist enough. Danko well, Sess. <laughs> There we yes. Go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, that probably, that probably isn't gonna be like. I'm sure you're gonna cut out what the joke leading up to that. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of what you just said, I have to leave all of oh, that God. in. Leave it in, but cut out the lead-in and the out, the outro. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I post this week is that joke. <laughs> Joke is a joke is a stretch. Sess is such an outdated term for weed too. Yeah. So, in case you're wondering what on earth this show is, it's about weed. Uh, (laughs) Every week. Every week we uh, we take a topic, a piece of media, or an experience. Uh, One of our five hosts brings it forward for the other four to try. And this week we are talking about. The Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, old and new. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Generations of Twilight. Old and new, but not in the middle. Yes. No. Uh, there, the there movie. were three revivals in between, in between the ones that we watched, um, but we didn't. We avoided those because they mostly suck. Uh, and but, the movie, which, like the new one. Well, the movie, <laughs> the movie's a special case. Like, I, it's it's weird and bad in some places. Is but is the movie I, the one I, where I, a guy gets like buried in the desert and like eagles pick it, or is that Tales from the Crypt? Tales from the Crypt yeah. does that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, who do we have around the table today? Uh, we're going to have the uh, our Twilight Zone master. I'm your ghost host us. for this episode. Ghost host for this episode. Who's to say? Who's to say? Oh yeah, you you can be fucking spooky. I'm gonna enter enter this with the Halloween theme. Oh yeah, want. we're doing it. It's back. Every yeah. one of my episodes. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks in a row. Yeah, I was looking at the list of like, here's what everyone's done, and like, I'm like, huh. 80% of Cam's episodes are uh, fucking horror themes. I'm getting, I'm excited for Halloween and it's yeah. like April. I know what I'm going to do when it's we reach that. Only six more months. Yeah, yeah. assuming yeah. we make it to another Halloween, That's I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I hope we don't die or get lost in 
The Twilight Zone. Anyway, okay, so um, with us here today in the Twilight Zone, we have Black Mirror Nick. <laughs> That was a curveball uh, yes, there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that anytime we do names and something has black Phone in it, we do something George. <laughs> <laughs> everyone expects it to be George, but it never is. Talking now, we have Tales from the Crypt, Sam. I'm not here, I'm dead. I'm not here, I'm dead. <laughs> That's a good, like, like five-word MySpace horror story. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like we talked about last week, it's your AIM, AOL, away message. message. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, we have our third host, Boost Gumps, Alex. <laughs> or Boost Bumps. As You're in for a scare. You don't say it outside of the Twilight Zone. Boost Gumps. In the Twilight Zone, it's called Boost Gumps. Well, they call it Forest That's Gumps. just what they call it. Forest, forest Gumps? Yeah, yeah. Poos. Poos. I'm sticking to that one. Poos, Poos Dumps. Oh, Got it. Oh, Did I do you yet? I don't have to introduce him. No, if I introduce him, he's not in the show. Yeah, That's I'm gonna correct. Walk away. Uh, that is the thing that lets them into the show. And if I make a joke about him, he disappears, right? They're, they're right, like right, right, right. Um, it's like every week. We have the outer limits, George. You're not Something gonna speak. Funny? Speak to I so that people he's know, gone, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm George. We replaced him with that dancing baby from last week's episode. So they loved him. <laughs> they did. Unfortunately, it's, he's uh, back. Yeah. And it's me. Freddy's Nightmare Camp. <laughs> Freddy is scared of this guy. Yeah. Which should tell you how fucked up he is. <laughs> Fucking losing it. Is that how that movie was pitched? Is that a movie? Uh, it's no. a, it's an a TV show. It's all these TV series. It's funny because, like, Freddy sits down in a chair and is like, oh, you're going to hear about this really fucked up one, kids. First, he says, thanks for coming over. Do you want something to eat? Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear about this fucked up kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it was super Tales of the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt. Except it was Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Probably I feel not. like that's a bad idea. Yeah. Like, he, Freddy, as the host, if you're watching yeah. the show with Freddy as the host, you're probably just like, wow, I wish you were the story. It yeah. makes sense, like, on paper, because Freddy's yeah. like, oh, he's quippy, he's funny, he's but then, like, yeah, exactly. He's but like, it's, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of like the Grinch at this, like, after all yeah. these movies, he's like, you're not really really scared of him you want to see Grinch him is really scary he, well he's scary thick yeah so. <laughs> no he's, he's that actually takes me to my core my friend <laughs> he's so sexy penis. it scares me did you see yeah. the core of his penis yeah. <laughs> I can't steal the gifts around Hoonville cause I'm dummy thick I keep alerting the guards <laughs> what's the name of his dog Max. Max. <laughs> he's also a uh, steak. Max. Um, Alright, anyway. Uh, uh, so, we, um, for this episode. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, for this show, the podcast, we decided to, or I decided that we were going to watch the new Twilight Zone, which premiered on CBS All Access, the premium CBS channel streaming service I think it's a streaming service yeah uh, whatever it is it's dumb it's pretty you shouldn't dumb. have to pay for it however <laughs> pay you for it yeah considering the shit they put on there yeah what else is on there I don't know Do you know we're gonna check real quick quick yeah. google uh, CBS quick exclusive CBS All Access exclusive content um, did they get that uh, Star Trek or no yeah, they did. Mm. They got the Star Trek, so... Yeah, the That's Star Trek the, is on their, like, homepage banner. What are, the, what are the scraps that Disney still doesn't own? <laughs> That's yeah. probably what they have. I didn't right. think about that. Yeah. So, this new series is coming out. It's hosted by Jordan Peele, which we're not sure on his involvement in it. I believe he's uh, very a producer. Minimal. 
But I, his I segments he, are really good, and you know, I think he does have some writing credits, but I don't know how many. Mm. It's probably whatever is good. Maybe he does. Yeah, the, punch only, the one good episode, go yeah. yeah, or something. Um, yeah. But I wanted to check it out. Um, it's got a lot of famous people I like in it, and it looked neat. So, and I really like the old Twilight Zone. So I wanted to make these goons watch it, but I also wanted to um, compare it to the original Twilight Zone. And so Which we, we are watched going a little bit of the original Twilight right? Zone too, but yeah. there was only one kind of assigned episode, my favorite episode, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, with William Shatner and the gremlin on the plane. Um, did everyone watch that or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I watched it. So we can start with that. But first, what else is on CBS All Access? Oh, it's a, a show called Strange Angel. Strange Angel? Yeah. <laughs> a, Strangle? A, a legal drama called The Good Fight. Uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Um... Is Tell Me a Story, which is a psychological thriller. Okay. And then it, uh, a comedy series called No Activity that I have no idea what that is. Mm. Also, Jordan Peele just has writing credits on uh, the second one, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, the remake. Oh, huh. Oh, I can see, I can de- see that. I was, I'm kind of surprised he's not... He on the third cre- one? Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. Yeah, I would assume. Because that one's like the one that's actually like, oh, this is on the pulse of like the modern era. Very well, it's a little too on the nose. Oh yeah, Jordan it's really, Peele's really on the channel. Yeah, but we're not getting to that oh, yet. Yeah, First, we're going to talk about the fun, goofy uh, Muppet man who wants to ride on the plane or whatever he wants to do. <laughs> no, he he wants to kill the plane. He's a gremlin. He hates the Chewbacca plane. wants to tear the plane yeah. apart. Uh, yeah. uh, Calling yeah. him Chewbacca is definitely <laughs> giving him too much credit. Yeah. No, this this dude... Weird, like, duck face mouth. It's yeah. really weird. They kind of reuse that ugly. mask mm-hmm. a lot and change it. Mm-hmm. Like, that weird... Like, not the fuzzy part, but the the way they do the the pig nose and the lips, mm-hmm. they kind of use it in uh, other episodes. Too. Every time mm-hmm. the twist in a Twilight Zone episode is, what, what if this person was ugly? It's yeah. like, they, they, they use that mask. They do. Mm-hmm. And I can think of three episodes where, yeah, that, where right that's the twist. Right. Yeah. Well, um, Grublin's, I don't know if they're supposed to be ugly, but they're supposed to be people-shaped, at least. Mm-hmm. I think okay. they're supposed to be small. So, yeah. so can we talk about how like fucking amazing this, this episode is? <laughs> like, well, uh, yeah, we'll, only if you feed him after midnight. William, right. William Shatner <laughs> is, like, I mean, he's, you know, pre-what almost everyone knows him for uh, at this point. Mm-hmm. And so... He's, he's, like, just a dude. He's, he's a leading man, and I say in heavy quotes, like... Yeah. And... He is like almost at his sweatiest. Here. Yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. he, he plays a very sweaty man. <laughs> he's basically the guy from Airplane who is yeah yeah, uh, yeah. flies the airplane. Um, he's in the airplane. He's in the airplane. He's afraid of it. He's afraid mm-hmm. of it. Um, but I I fucking love this episode. Yeah. I think it's so great and also realistic until it gets to that point at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's does very well with like it's it's a classic boy well it's not really boy cries wolf but like nobody boy believes meets me. wolf. boy meets wolf, wolf, <laughs> wolf well, I, I guess it plane. is kind of boy crying wolf because he already had a mental breakdown oh, so yeah. there, his wife is kind of like uh Take this again pills. shut up yeah um yeah so william shatner is a guy who is has a fear of flying and he has to. He has had a mental breakdown on a plane before. They don't really go into what happened, I guess, but whether he had to be restrained or he just like passed out or something. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's a it's a problem. And now his him and his wife are on another flight, and after he's, he's like, had like therapy. therapy or something like that. Yeah, so we got him out of the sanatorium. And this uh, and this is in <laughs> is it, this is in fifty eight or fifty nine, right? So this is like. 
Therapy is they just like hit you with a belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Therapy is they keep asking you, are you cured in a room until you say yes, and then you're allowed to leave. They change like well, the light. He was also, he's a man, so he's probably allowed to leave whenever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you're right. They, they also figure out that everything to do with the plane actually has to do with wanting to fuck his mother. Mm. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You want to fuck the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Mm, okay. <laughs> that went over my head for a brief moment, and I was like, I don't, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this. I like. I, we've talked about this a lot on the show is I found out doing the show that I love the theme of obsession or like compulsion in uh, like especially horror movies and stuff but like he has to save everyone He like he sees this thing on the wing and he's like I know about it I have to stop it yeah. it's the only I can do this mm. because he tells like the pilot he tells his wife they don't see it and then well, and he's and he's compelled to look. Yeah, he, he, oh. he won't just stop. He won't yeah. like ignore it or oh, nobody yeah. else sees it. It's probably not real. He, he closes shade at yeah. one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just about to bring to that up. That yeah. is maybe one. Of it. So the Twilight Zone never tells you a joke, but it is often funny. It's very funny, <laughs> and like that's something that I, I find very interesting about the tone of the series because it's it's willing to get whimsical, it's willing to get crazy, it's willing to get out there, but at no point does Rod Serling go. What a wacky Jack and Ape sweet adventure we had there. It wasn't, it wasn't I that guess he folks. got his just desserts. He yeah, never well, does he that. does do that. Oh, well, yeah. he will do. Yeah, yeah, he will do that. But he's not. He's not saying it with a tone where he's trying to make you laugh. He's saying he's it with a tone like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like, oh, this is clever, as opposed to this is a joke to make you laugh. And mm. we are so far removed from it at this point. Humor is. Like a distant abstract concept yeah. now no, compared to what it was in literally 59. anything can be funny at mm-hmm. this yeah. point. Uh, Alex is drinking <laughs> a beer right now, dude. That is pretty funny. <laughs> we we have entered the Twilight Zone. <laughs> okay. uh, what has anyone not seen this episode? Guys, before? what if we kissed in the Twilight Zone? <laughs> no, we got, we got, oh. <laughs> no, I did. I did not see this one specifically before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this one, but this is one that my father talked about ever since I was a I wee feel like tiny. I've watched this mm-hmm. one with you, Cam. <laughs> oh, I I love this. Uh, yeah, I've watched yeah. It a million uh, we mentioned this on the podcast. I think last week. But um, my first exposure to this sketch was the Simpsons version of this yes. <laughs> uh, episode, uh, which is essentially the same thing, just with mm-hmm. Bart on a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had also seen this before, and I rewatched it again for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a similar um, Bugs Bunny cartoon, <laughs> which is I gotta check that out. More funny. I think I showed you guys one time when we were all talking about like old we cartoons did. we used to watch. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically just Bugs and he's on a plane and then there's a gremlin and he freaks out and he's fighting the gremlin and the gremlin makes. Oh, okay, I know the exact one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but he's not on a plane with passengers. He's like flying. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like flying. This is just like it's yeah. This, this was a wartime that. thing, yeah. and the, the way those gremlins were drawn. Is I really was saying that it's like a straight up reference to like the wartime. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it mythology. was like a wartime cartoon. Yeah, for people that don't know yeah. about that, back in I think World War II, well, I guess that's World, the World War II. War where they um, had the yeah, that's when <laughs> planes really took off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, usually they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took off one time. Yeah, uh, what's interesting about gremlins? I just wanted to talk about this because gremlins are like a weird folktale thing, but it's extremely recent. There's yeah. a lot of weird folktale from, from like well, they're, the wars. They're from the yeah. fantastic two films yeah. titled Gremlins and Gremlins oh my <laughs> The New Batch. No, but reality. like, Gremlins didn't exist before World War II when like, airmen like, 
pilots started talking about like, ah, oh, there's shit going on with my plane. It's the gremlins. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of like a little gnome or, or a brownie or something that that fucks up your plane. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Twilight Zone. It's I, I appreciate that they kind of put in that little bit of folklore, recent folklore, as I was saying. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. Yeah, it didn't it, come from anything. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. I, I appreciate that they brought in that little bit of creepiness. Yeah. So let me just do a quick. So we're talking about the original series, which the first episode aired November twenty fourth, nineteen fifty eight. It's the brainchild of I didn't know this Emmy award winning Rod Serling, who is the host of the show. He's the I think he's handsome. I think he's I like, think he's quite handsome. Yeah, he's like very. He's kind of weird looking, but he's I'll like be the judge nicely. Of that. Oh, okay. George is gonna give us the kind the of funny one. looking. Unique. Yeah, he's like kind of funny looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he also wrote a lot of the episodes, which I didn't know. He wrote yeah. more than eighty episodes of the original show's one hundred fifty plus episode run. So he was like, I think that I heard a story about how there was network involvement. And they were like, this isn't Ooh. interesting enough, or this oh, is too. George, do we have a verdict? I don't like the way he looks. What the fuck? It's a picture of It's a picture of me. Hosting <laughs> <laughs> the Twilight Zone. <laughs> when did I do that? So yeah. sad, Can bro. we fucking talk about the show? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. We're talking we about the 50s like, and 40s. We have like five hours of television to talk about. <laughs> a man who just wants to talk about the topic of his show. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Driven to insanity. by the off-topic nature of his host that he normally enjoys. At the end of the show, he makes himself into a cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surely someone He's, in this oven will talk to you. They make a pretty cake. It is. It There's is insane. It is insane that they they smoke on the plane. That was one thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I suppose they. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be angry. Yeah. Meeting their wives. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta smoke on the plane. It's obviously like it's kind of redundant for me to say the most nuts thing is what happens at the end, but the most nuts thing is what happened at the end. Like, yeah. that, at no way everyone in the plane is still okay. After we can that. we can no, spoil yeah. this. Yeah, spoil it. Spoil it. Yeah, this, oh, this I didn't know like if we wanted to talk old, about the end so. or not yet. It was all. Well, we've talked about the rest. There's no, there's no way you haven't seen some version of this. Um, yeah, so William Shatner freaks out. No one will help. No one will believe him. He um, gets the gremlin starts. Air yeah, he gets arrested. The gremlin starts tearing up the plane wing. So he's like, "Now I gotta really fucking do something." The air marshal falls asleep with his gun out. <laughs> uh, William Shatner takes it, opens the window, and shoots at the gremlin mm-hmm. while he's like half hanging out of a plane it's during a storm. Good. Oh, it's so awesome. Because they're 20,000 feet in the air. Yeah, and he's just screaming and shooting a gun outside of a plane window. Oh, it's and so awesome. And he fucking awesome. lights up that gremlin. Yeah, yes. that would have sucked like all oxygen. Yeah, and that's how everyone yeah, would have fucking so died. he's so mad that yeah, it's They're okay. only at 20,000 feet. Right. <laughs> There's still oxygen up there. Right? <laughs> but, um... And then they land, and you're kind of like, oh, it was all in this guy's head the whole time. He wasn't oh, he's I was kind of on that side of it. But yeah. then they land, and Then you remember like, what show you were watching. Yeah, yeah. They're like, actually, no. It was a, it was a the five-foot-tall man on the wing of the plane. <laughs> Which yeah. it doesn't make... How fucking strong is that guy's feet? He's walking on he's the plane. He's a gremlin. I know. He's got suction cups on his feet. Visits yeah. <laughs> he had plungers on his feet. All the hairs on his uh, feet could when, when grab he, onto the... When he was going around on the plane, it was just... Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no one else hears that. <laughs> Every time, like, somebody looks, you hear, like, <laughs> so you're walking away really fast. Well, one of my ever- other favorite scenes from this episode is when he's the gremlin's on the wing and he's like, quick look, and then the gremlin spreads his arms yeah. and flies it's back. So funny. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, my chance to escape. And, like, there's a very light wind gust that carries him yeah. away. Like, he's not flying. You, you can, like, th- you can't see them, but you know that the wires are there. Just, yes. like, mm-hmm. pulling oh, that so guy back. Amazing. I love this episode. 
a lot. And it this sticks with, very a, with a kind of thing of well, the Twilight Zone gets into a lot, which is like, is this thing weird or is it not? And the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. pretty fucked up. <laughs> very <laughs> fucked up. The second episode that I watched was very similar in the, the hey, guys, everyone else isn't realizing that this thing's fucked up, but I know it's fucked up, and I'm going to handle it. Yep. You watched the Creepy Doll episode, correct? I did, I did. I watched the, 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 living, <laughs> the Living Doll. And yeah, the yeah reason, except the evil. <laughs> the reason why I watched it was because I, I knew that the Twilight Zone had so much of, like, an impact on other like future horror things that mm-hmm. I was like oh I want to see if I can see some of the same beats being carried out in like modern doll horror cinema yeah. even though I haven't watched well, any yeah, of yeah, the now we have the modern doll cinematic universe yeah, yeah. well the Chucky five Annabelle sequels coming back Conjuring universe yeah uh, and Chucky's coming back. Oh. Mark, voiced by Mark Hamill. Right, Chucky coming back fucking sucks because it's like connected to the Wi-Fi and shit. That's the dumbest thing in the Is world. Wait, what? It's Black Mirror. Yeah, that's, that's my episode next week. No, he has, I, don't, I don't actually know if that's real. It's oh, like, okay. Yeah. He has well, purple eyes in it, and Aubrey Plaza's in it, so I'm going to watch ooh. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is she the doll? She plays the mom. Yes, yeah, oh, she's the, which is so weird. She still looks so young because yeah. she is pretty young still. Um, also, in the original Chucky, the uh, a um, a thief uh, <laughs> pledges allegiance to Satan before he is gunned down in the toy store, and that's how he comes back as the doll. That's how yeah. I want to go yeah. out. It's very sick, <laughs> but yeah, I don't that's, know if that's absolutely how it's yeah, that owns. You know, funnily enough, that's how this episode opens. Uh, no, nah, it doesn't. Uh, Rod episode- Serling comes out. He's like. Pledge allegiance to Satan. <laughs> I'll just do a quick run through. A man to who's dull. Yeah. Because I don't know. A soul there... and a sword. Oh my God. <laughs> a man desires a sword. That's going to be at every episode. Good. Yeah, or, like a soul caliber. <laughs> and a doll desires a master. <laughs> oh, I'll just run through yeah, real quick yeah. though. Um, so, uh, it's basically Chucky up in this bitch. Like, man... Uh, he's a stepfather. He seems to be not stoked on being a stepdad. That was which, his first, that was his transgression, right? That's what caused him to the be original haunted sin. by this. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> the original sin of being a stepdad. Got it. Um, basically, like a girl, his daughter, stepdaughter comes home with this doll, and he's upset about it, and it seems like there's some family issues going on, some of which has to do with him being a stepdad. It sounds, the episode's kind of dumb in the sense that it sounds like he didn't know that his wife, his future wife, had a daughter. Well, we can get this out of the way. Every Twilight Zone episode is kind of dumb. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what makes the show very good. Uh, I, I will argue that there is at least one that is not kind uh, of dumb and okay. is, in fact, extremely serious. No, no, no. It's, it, but it's like, it's not like the show is like, okay, we got to class up the joint or anything like that. It's just yeah. like, oh, no, this is the same tone we've always taken. It's just we happen to hit on something really poignant or something uh, like that. World War II bad. <laughs> Anyway, George. <laughs> so, um, the little girl brings the doll home. Uh, the dad's pissed about it, mainly because it's expensive. And uh, he gets his hands on the doll, and the doll is talking Tina. And he thinks it's supposed to say, like, I love you, blah, 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 because that's what it said to the little girl. But the second he gets his hands on the doll and he's all alone, the doll says, I don't think I like you very much. <laughs> and it progresses throughout the episode it, until the doll eventually says, I'm going to kill you. Um, and there's, he tries to kill the doll, to which the doll suddenly like, can't be killed for some reason. He tries to bring a blowtorch to it, doesn't work. The flame, it's actually really funny. The flame keeps going out every time he puts it on the doll. Um, and he tries to crush that's, it with a vice. That's shit. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of 
the ending is very Looney Tunes also. <laughs> um, what ends up happening is uh, the doll then says that, oh, you could try to kill me, but I'll hurt you worse or something like that. Um, he later on hears a noise at night. He doesn't kill the doll. He trips over it mm-hmm. <laughs> and falls down the stairs, snapping his neck. And his last sight is the doll <laughs> laying next to him, making eye contact with uh, him. Very good. Yeah, it's it was it was kind of corny, but I liked it. I've so, definitely seen like parodies of that one specifically. Yeah, right. you yeah. can see and some of the. The moral is obviously it's it's his fault for marrying a divorced woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only a fool who craves death would. There's want actually it. another. I mean, there's a lot of episodes of Twilight Zone, so they go through the same themes a lot of the time. There's another episode that I really like that's um, about a small, doll, like a small size threat. It's this little robot, but it came from space. It's like. It's like the size of your phone, maybe, and it's like on That's little some wheels. Black yeah. <laughs> but it's it's on like fucking tank treads, and it drives around. It's, it's called really Heart Attack, slow, and it's like <laughs> That's a JoJo's reference. It's like tormenting this woman in a cabin. It's very it's funny to watch. So it's kind of like they're trying to work with whatever they can. Like a lot of episodes are like. Uh, there's another one where a girl falls behind her bed and then she just disappears. Ooh. And yeah, that's, that that's kind of really like good. a... Yeah, that one's that one's awesome. It's another classic. But it's like a... Oh, we don't have to... She doesn't have to act anymore. She's not... She, she just, just does the voice. voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, isn't that spooky? Yeah, you don't even great. see her until the very end, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, she falls behind her bed and, like, lands in another dimension. Yeah. Really yeah. I really love that episode. I think, it, I think yeah. it's like... I think it's really special and weird because it's not like it's not like other Twilight Zone episodes in that like it, it's it's somebody having to deal with this weird thing but everyone figures it out like they all have to figure it out together and there's yeah. no like I'm telling you there's something weird here it's like yeah. oh no we all realize that this girl's in another dimension now we gotta fucking figure out how to get yeah. it back everyone yeah, comes in the room is like did you to check the bed like, <laughs> there's nowhere to look yeah. there's nowhere yeah. she could have gone yeah, they, they even like Get an expert in like yeah. interdimensional travel or, yeah. or He's something. Like I came over from the university. <laughs> yeah. The doll episode differs from that just because it's he's the only one that can hear the doll talk until the yeah. very end, where after he's dead, his wife like picks up the doll and the doll's like, "I'm talking Tina, and you better be nice to me." And then she just drops it. She's like, <laughs> "Oh, well, that's fucked up." <laughs> you better be nice to me, like drops yo, it, yo, brings us back. Yeah. Yo, daughter of mine, where'd you get this? The fucking Twilight Zone? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking doll kill store? What is this? The S-C-W-E. fucking doll that kills me? Emporium? <laughs> I like this really not clever dad character. I'm pretty sure I've seen a parody somewhere of Evil Doll Emporium or something like um, that. Must be. Yeah, it Chucky, Annabelle, this Twilight Zone. Uh, uh, what are some other evil dolls? I would call the Cynthia Simpsons. from Rugrats Evil. The Simpsons. What? Yeah. What? I would call I her evil. Based on based, she doesn't do it. Based on the fact you don't like her. Yeah. She's ugly. Her hair okay. Is nice. Oh, so ugly <laughs> people are, are evil. Huh? Oh, well, I have an episode no, of the Twilight Zone. Evil. Oh. The Twilight Zone. I have an episode of the Twilight Zone well, for you to watch. She's owned by Angelica, so she must be evil. Mm. Okay. What? Mm. Hold on. Uh, so you're saying? Sl- yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for you to unleash that tank on us. No. Nope. Right, so, I'm gonna stop. So Alex, do you have any favorite old Twilight Zone episodes, or did you watch any for this? I didn't get a chance to rewatch too many old ones aside from the one we already talked about. Um, one of my favorites, which I vaguely remember, is an episode where uh, a homeless man is Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah, and he sure. has like a 
bag that he pulls out the thing that the people most want mm-hmm. out Friendship. of this bag. Yeah, it's, it was very strange, and I don't remember too much about it, but it was... It, it could have been two episodes, too. An episode where a homeless man is Santa, and an episode where a bag grants your wishes. Yeah, that's, that could be three or four episodes. Some Twilight Zone episodes can just be combined into one thing. And then another one of my favorites is... Um, the it's one where like an old um, an old Nazi guy who escaped justice like goes back to a concentration camp and is haunted by all the uh, all the ghosts of the people who died there. Okay, I don't think this is the one you're thinking of. It's mm. part of the one you're thinking of. But Night of the Meek is a season two episode of okay. Eleven of the original Twilight Zone where a drunken department store Santa oh, finds yep. a magic bag yep. of gifts. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good Christmas ones actually. Yeah, there's a surprising amount of very good Christmas episodes. Yeah, that's something I should maybe watch next Christmas. Is a couple good. Oh yeah, I, I like that's that's a good idea. Um, oh man, uh, but like that's it's funny to think of Twilight Zone episodes that you like half remember because you're like you maybe sort of remember the <laughs> yeah. twist or like the hook's a little weird, but you're like no, I, I understand this. Nick and I used to love browsing the Netflix descriptions for the oh, Twilight yeah. Zones because it's the whole premise. They just tell you the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. They tell you everything that's going to happen, yeah. They're like, for Nightmare on 20,000 Feet, it's like, a man who had a panic attack on a plane sees a gremlin that is real and then shoots at it. It's like, <laughs> no! <laughs> you ruined it! <laughs> um, uh, oh, for, for one of uh, Emily and I's favorite episodes, The Mask, it's like, all right, a rich old man invites his shitty worthless family over, and he gives the masks, and the masks fuck them up, and the masks are bad and evil, and they yeah. fuck them up. <laughs> and, and they make you fucked up because you're the characters are evil. And that's yeah, the, yeah, that's exactly. It's like just telling you everything that could possibly happen in this episode. Yeah, I I really say want to say that I admire like the uh, the the sort of pacing of, of Twilight Zone because like they so awesome. they like they have an idea. They're sticking to this idea. They're going all the way through it in, in 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's, you And know. that's the perfect length, which we may get into in our main <laughs> yeah, topic. But I, I, is... Well, I mean, okay, so the original Twilight Zone did switch to hour-long episodes right. for one season. Yeah. And they fucking suck, so dude. So it's got to be, like, one twist premises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you can't have three twist premises. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they don't focus too much on the characters either. Mm-hmm. Because the yeah. whole point is really more like, ooh, look at the spooky thing, or what's going yeah, here's, on. Here's Joe okay. Everyman. There's, yeah, there's the one good, thing you need to know about him. Yes, one he's already doing it that, in his uh, first appearance. I watched. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull up the name. But it was about a town where the sun wasn't rising. And Alaska? there was going to be an ex- <laughs> there was going to be an execution that day. And there was just, like, darkness over the town. And I thought the thing was like, oh, this is going to be like the guy's set, set to get executed at sunrise. And yeah. the sun's not going to rise. But no, it was not that. It's like the guy said to be executed at nine thirty. We're still gonna execute him. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gives a shit if the sun ain't out, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's um, that episode? Um, I remember you telling me about with the the guy with the the tricorner hat, not tricorner, like a fedora, and they all they're all trapped in the the diner. They're trying to figure out who's an alien. Oh, oh man, that is. Will the real Martian please stand up? Mm-hmm. I Thank love you. that episode. <laughs> yeah. That. That might be my favorite one, actually. Like, that's if I, I we're talking right. Twilight Zone episodes, Wait. that might be my favorite one. Is that where... That's oh why I'm bringing God. it up. It might have relation to the fourth episode of the new series. No. Mm-hmm. She was no. going to make a Slim Shady joke. I, I was going no. to. No, okay. But listen, <laughs> listen. What if he came up with that song because his name is Marshall? 
Martian Matters? <laughs> I know! <laughs> will the real Martian, please? Will the real Marshall Martian Matters? The this is good. <laughs> Leave that all in. <laughs> yeah. After. But um, there's also the episode where, like, the kid, uh, there's, like, someone gets to a new town, they move to a new town because they're a like, fucking drifter, alcoholic, murderer, like everyone is in the <laughs> 50s, but he gets to a new town and, like, everyone obeys every command of this little boy, and everyone's oh, smiling yeah, around yeah. him all the time. Another Simpsons episode. Yeah. It sounds um, like that's what's going to be the, like the yeah, remake. That's the, that, they're remaking that one next, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, that sounds fun. Huh. Um, and like, well, should I not spoil it then? I mean, it's not. Uh, really, I mean, really I doubt it's. I doubt it's probably going to be different. It. Yeah. 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 It's like Modern. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the other one they've remade was was very different. Yeah. yeah. So oh what? God. So what? Uh, what? So what was the the conceit of that episode, Cam? Um. So anyone who does something that the boy doesn't like, he like turns them into like a toy or something. Yeah. What? It's, yeah. He, he just like transmogrifies. It's like very cool. Like they just like. Wow. And this one doesn't have an extra twist at the end. Yeah, the the twist is fuck you. Yeah, the boy wins. He's all powerful and everyone has to do what he says and that's that's all. They're like, wouldn't you be happier if sometimes people told you no? And he's like, no. And then he kills him. It's actually good to be right all the time. It's a very great episode. And I was going to say earlier... It wouldn't be a bad idea if you wanted to write a, a horror movie to just pick an episode of Twilight Zone and expand upon it mm-hmm. and just be like... Well, I mean, there's plenty of horror movies that have done that. Yeah. Basically. Like Poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? <coughs> a ghost shows up? The beginning... The part of Poltergeist where she disappears into another dimension is the episode of the Twilight uh, Zone that happens. Huh. <clears throat> You're right, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's falling out of the Twilight Zone. I know. I, I'm disappearing. Into the toilets. He's disappearing into <laughs> the second segment, which is where we're heading right now. Um, we're all going to no, jump in right now. Oh, episode. okay. Yeah, Fuck. go for it. That's Never mind. Was so good. I thought you did. You talked no. about something, didn't you? No. <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, well, you talked about... about? Uh, okay. Um, I watched... I can't remember the name, but it is um, set during the Civil War. Uh, and I looked at this and I was like, this sounds like it's one of those we're all dead things. And it was. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Classic. So basically, it's um, there's this woman uh, in her house in the South, and she sees all the Confederate soldiers marching home at the at the end of the Civil War. They've lost, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, nice. Some guy comes by. You get kicked out of a big wagon, and somebody says, "And yeah. stay out." Yeah. <laughs> Racism um, over. <laughs> but uh, so he, he, there's there's this guy who comes by, and he's like, "Can I have some of your water, ma'am?" And um, and she lets him do that. I can't do it. That was good. I'm, no, I'm no, bad at it. I'm impressed. I wasn't making fun of it. I was just saying good no. accent. Um, so they get to talking and all that, mm. and they they meet some people, and they're really kind of weird. Like, what's going on, man? Mm-hmm. Like, she sees somebody she knows, and he's just like, I just gotta keep going. I'm going. And then he's got blood on his hat. Like, he got shot in the head. Yeah. And then they meet a, a Yankee um, captain. Mm-hmm. He's on his horse, and um, turns out oh, Alex really? wants to make a baseball oh, joke. No, how <laughs> bad! Um, I knew one Yankees player. I know, just one. <laughs> I only knew one. Yeah. So, uh, 
the the guy who's staying with the lady is like, wait, I remember you. You helped me. Mm-hmm. But didn't you die? And they look <laughs> oh. at him again, and his face is all, like, burned up, like he got, like, hit with a shell or something. Yeah. And eventually they figure out, oh, we're dead. And... The last person to come down the road is Abraham Lincoln or something like that. Of course, that's so <laughs> Actually, that rules. He has a giant fucking hole in his forehead. <laughs> no, he's yeah, like, that's the same in this universe. Except for Lincoln got shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder um, if it blows out of his forehead. No, God, what, what he, says, he says something really deep. It's like, you could say I'm the last casualty of the Civil War. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be really deep. It's one of those like super deep episodes that isn't actually very campy at all. Disregards yeah. all um, the lynchings that have that followed. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> nope, this was it. You could well, say that the casualties of the Civil War are still ongoing. Yeah, <laughs> they solved it. <laughs> Um, It'd be funny if, like, one of the dead soldiers was like, yeah, dude, I fucking capped this Confederate soldier. <laughs> oh, there, there's Asgore right there. <laughs> no, like... Oh, no. you KD, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Boom, like, I'll make this one like one, that, like, she, She's like, they killed my husband, they killed my husband, and then... Uh, <laughs> His husband hops out of the shower, like, oh, Oh, wow. he, he comes through, too, and he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go down the road. And she's like, where oh, are you yeah. going? And he's like, I'm dead. You're dead. <laughs> oh. oh, you didn't, I didn't, you, you didn't know? <laughs> I gotta sorry, pick up man. ghost milk. Nobody told you? <laughs> um, I, I love when there's the guy in the Twilight Zone episode who explains the premise of the main character. The main character's like, I simply do not believe you. It was a pretty good episode. It was actually a very serious episode, and it wasn't very campy. Um... It's kind of like one of those ones with a lesson to it. Mm. And I know Rod Serling, I did a little bit of research. Uh, he liked to do that kind of thing. Mm. Anti-war, anti... Yeah, he was a you know, fun nice dude. That kind of thing. Um, and I liked it a lot. Uh, there was another episode. Um, my mom is really into old black and white shows and also like sci-fi from then to mm-hmm. now. Um, so there's one episode I remember watching and it really stuck with me. It is, it's a guy... Um, a kind of stopwatch, I think it's called. Uh, and it's basically a guy gets a stopwatch that stops time. Oh, so he does it He does it to do, like, whatever the fuck he wants. It's and named then he, the world. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he, jo- George is two for two on JoJo's reference. <laughs> oh no wonder he didn't get that joke. The world. The Every time he, he presses the stopwatch, he shouts... Oh, I thought you were serious for a second. I was like, no. So the one you're thinking of is a kind of stopwatch. That's what I said. Yeah. 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 Um, And that one is very cool. It was really good. And eventually, at at the end, he he like tries to steal from a bank. But he accidentally loses the stopwatch, and everyone's frozen forever. Ah, And at the end, he's just like, no, 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 and he does that kind of thing. And. And then that, he finds it, and he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, that one, is that one is... Eternity to find it, yeah. so... That episode is what I think of when I think of The Twilight Zone, because I think it's the only one I really remember from watching with my mom mm-hmm. when I was younger. I, I really like that one. Yeah. That one was really I really love this old series, and I know yeah. you guys all kind of have the same... Like, you gotta take it at... Like, you can't be like, this is the greatest show ever made. Yeah. It's like... Oh, that's I, will, I will say that. All right. <laughs> okay, never mind. No, no, no. Uh, it was very entertaining, and it was good... cool to see what yeah. it did. Like, it's a groundbreaking yeah. show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't like the show, the ride is very sick. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that will do 30 minutes on the I ride. Do, I do want to mention that the ride is one of, like, my absolute favorite uh, pieces of, like, the... Um, theme park like set design what's the ride again uh the twilight zone tower of terror oh, yeah. is that an episode um no, no. but they were did yeah. recorded no, a lot is. of stuff 
for it. Is it like, not an episode? No, I no. think it's an original oh, creation for the ride. But they, they frame original? it around an episode. It's at cool. Disney World. Oh. Um, yeah. I actually didn't go on it because I hate those rides that drop. So <laughs> It is so... I think we actually talked about it for some reason in the last episode. On Roller Coaster so, Tycoon yeah. 2, we talked yeah. about yes. it. Because we had reason to. It was the but theme it is, park It yeah. is one of the best... best like executions of a theme I've ever seen. In it's a, you have in the, the beautiful Hollywood themed theme park of uh, MGM or Hollywood Studios, and everything's bright and colorful. And it, beautiful. It's themed after classic Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. everything's so, pastels yeah. and palm trees and gorgeous. And then you have this giant looming obelisk of hell on the pole park. It's like this yeah. reddish stone, and it's like got this beautiful like foliage surrounding it you have to walk through a path to get up to it that yeah, totally right. changes the whole theme of the park and the, you know, the whole inside the, the lobby of the hotel is all covered in cobwebs yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like my favorite scene in the shining yeah <laughs> there. uh and yeah. and the as we said before the elevator moves forward and it's oh, very fuck. cool speaking yeah. of the shining i have something to say about the first episode oh yeah the new series yeah but in the oh. in, in the pre-ride video they have like a whole original section with rod serling talking oh. about all that stuff or Is maybe it? it's just his normal spiel but i don't i don't know if it's for i the think he says like you know on the way to their room yeah the twilight zone like yeah. i think it's like i think it's specific it yeah was, i don't know maybe it's not yeah right yeah i don't know how they did that yeah, it, it could have been anything. You could you could tell me anything, and I believe it. He's probably said those words. <laughs> yeah, they splice it all together. Yeah, on their way to but hotel. That 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 ride is completely inseparable from this show for me because I love them both so much. Yes, I was <laughs> on the wiki, and it's like original air date. Um, you know, November twenty fourth. Creator Rod Serling theme park um <laughs> like it just says like yeah. ride yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's also got Tower. games pinball machines yeah <laughs> there's been no other games that twilight zone which surprises Ooh. me i mean that twilight zone pinball machine is cool as shit though. oh yeah <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really it's good on it, I mean, we're yes, gonna move on correct. to the next the segment second segment where we talk about the cbs all access hour long is it hour or are they 44 minutes some of them vary the yeah. The ep- episode two, the remake of the one we're talking about, yes. was the shortest at 37 minutes. Oh, yeah, okay. the first one is like 50. So, so that's like good that they're varying their lengths, but it also shows that they don't know how long it should be yes. because some of them drag a little bit. They yeah, yeah and, they, and they can't in the next segment. limit right. themselves. Not in that the they have zone. to if it's... Uh, in the Twilight Zone. Everyone say in the Twilight Zone. In the Twilight Zone. In the Twilight Zone. He Smoking Darth Vader. Taking a vacation from normalcy. The setting, a weird motel where the bed is stained with mystery. And there's also some mystery floating in the pool. Your key card may not open the exercise room because someone smeared mystery on the lock. But it will open the scary door. I have combined the DNA of the world's most evil animals to make the most evil creature of them all. It turns out it's man. Uh, honey, uh, we're doing uh, taxes. 
Uh, so Nick, you want to smear some mystery on this lock? I will smear some mystery on this lock. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Uh, we were talking about the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. The scary We just. I just made our fellow hosts watch. Uh, you the, will uh, have heard it. Yeah, the it'll be in the break. The um, Futurama Twilight Zone parody, The Scary Door, which is um, whenever uh, Simpsons writers need to fill, fill time, they have someone watch TV. So there are like five parodies in, in the yeah. same Futurama. So um, it's, and it fits with the show's uh, comedy and style anyway, like mm. of sci fi. So, of like aping science fiction tropes, there's definitely Futurama episodes that like straight up steal from the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one, but I can't. Uh, the anthology of interests. Oh uh, yeah, they they do some stuff like that. Twilight Zone. Exactly. Um, yeah, but I really fucking love the Scary Door. I think it perfectly parodies the Twilight Zone, while still like showing their love for it. Yeah, too. like, like uh, mm-hmm. that theme song. If you've never seen, you've heard the theme song for the Twilight Zone before, but you may have not um, seen it, and it changes every season. I watched a season one episode. Um, this week and it's just like it's a weird pan over like a Star Trek set like a mm. planet set where it's just like <laughs> or like a Power Ranger set where it's like a desert with like mm-hmm. but it's clearly made out of cardboard like everything yeah. is made out of cardboard oh my god I, I feel like in the original Twilight Zone they never shot on location for anything they never used the location yeah. it was all sets was even like for stuff you know, even like, for stuff that like could definitely have been like oh you definitely could have gone somewhere for this what are we game. gonna go to a diner <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous yeah, like something it's like alright this scene takes place in a front lawn. It's like you couldn't... Uh, yeah, you we gotta build a front lawn. Nobody had a front lawn. It's gonna take us two months. We're all too drunk. <laughs> I wonder if, look, somewhere. everyone had the GI Bill paying for their housing. <laughs> that somebody had to have a front lawn. Yeah. I wonder if it was just like a thing of the times. Like maybe set building was just really yeah, good definitely. at the time. It's not like... I haven't watched yeah. a ton of TV from the 50s. No, <laughs> I'll put that, I'll put that forward yeah. right now. I'm actually kind of stoked that I didn't watch this as a kid, the original Twilight Zone, just because I think it would have actually scared the shit out of me. As oh, yeah. yeah. There are some episodes that are pretty freaky. I was a coward as a kid. I'm much mm-hmm. better now. I like scary stuff now. But I think I've mentioned it off mic before. Uh, Halo One scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Well, Not even Halo the flood. One has some like aggressively yeah. scary stuff. In but it wasn't the it flood. Was, no, it was, it was it elites because they were yes. as big as I was. So. <laughs> I wasn't scared by like spooky things. I was scared by like. Ramses from Kurt's Cowardly Dog. Yeah, that's not spooky. Yeah, just as, uh, <laughs> no, spooky, yeah. it's some really terrible CGI, and that's why I was afraid of it. <laughs> so, were you afraid of Batman Digital Justice? <laughs> I am. Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, oh. uh, just today, Cam was saying how scared he was of Pet Cemetery. Yeah, the new Pet Cemetery. I did not. I've only seen like two horror movies in theaters, and I've labeled myself as this horror guy like uh, this yeah, through this a, fucking show yeah. much like girl gamers he's a oh, fake I am gamer. big fake gamer <laughs> he's girl, gonna but... turn in his card after this episode yeah, yeah. oh I've gone in my badge <laughs> no, they, uh... they gave me at the gamer right but like so I saw the new Halloween movie in theaters and I saw this the new Pet Cemetery in theaters the new mm-hmm. Halloween is not very scary at all but there's some decent jump scares in it the new Pet Cemetery is very unsettling and mm. scary. It's also just, excuse me, the nature of it is pretty unsettling. Yeah. If, yeah. if you haven't told, if you can't tell, if you've never seen the original, if you haven't read yeah. the book, uh, there's child death, and that can like hit some hit some points. I mm-hmm. 
distinctly told one of my coworkers not to watch it because he has two small kids and yeah. he looks a lot like the main actor. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, <laughs> don't, yeah. Um, Take your kids to this one. Take, yeah. <laughs> also, in a theater, I think things can be scarier. Things are way scarier. Big yeah, scarier, it's yeah. big, it's loud, it's, um, it's dark, you don't have, like, your blanket. You're uncomfortable. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you're uncomfortable wait, yeah. already. Like, I've watched... Like, you're full of soda and popcorn, and you feel like you just need to go to the bathroom the whole time, and you're gonna piss yourself, because you're scared. Can't look you're at your projecting phone. projecting a little bit, <laughs> Just because you did it one time, now you're afraid you're gonna keep doing it. No, we, we saw people, people would come crying out of The Conjuring when we were working out. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, The Conjuring was pretty good, but... I was thinking about getting up and walking out. It's really, yeah. Was I, it, I really didn't. Oh, you, didn't you, like you've explained it in Discord. Yeah. Uh, well, and also, that's not what this episode's about. Yeah. So, also, uh, did you ever feel like getting up and walking out while watching the uh, watching this new? I Marvel tried, yes. but there was no door. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Are you telling me there was no exit? <laughs> no scary door. <laughs> no scary door. <laughs> uh, Inside the uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. So let's talk Ooh. about. Should we get the first episode out of the I way? I think we first? need. I have right. a lot of. Things. So should we? Should we explain what it is? Like yes. this, yes. this new, this new series. Quick thing: I haven't seen it, so that I'm not going to be able to react to most of these. Well, things. we can tell you about it, and you can say that's lame. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, this is a new premium. I've said this like three times now. It's a premium service. Uh, it's Jordan Peele is somehow involved in this Surely. show. He, the but narrator. he is the Rod right. Serling. Yeah actor like he plays like the, the I, host yeah and I think he does a good job he does yeah. an amazing yeah. job he does his speech patterns yeah. and his voice yeah, he's, delivery, he's the, best part of the first scripting episode. of that his it's appearance so like good. when when he the camera will often pan to reveal him on screen and he and as it does with Rod Serling yes. he'll be yeah, like yeah. at the diner so yeah. it's not like he's always standing there delivering a monologue I mean he is delivering a monologue but he also is like Having a milkshake, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, or reading the paper. Yeah. Does, oh, it's so mowing his lawn, or or <laughs> sitting down in a comfortable chair in this person's house. Yeah. Like he's he's sometimes he'll be like standing there ready to deliver his speech, but other times he'll just be there, which is and, so awesome. Yeah. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Peele takes that and like it, it runs with it perfectly. Yeah. Echoes it. Like, yeah. It's yeah. That's something that I think part. is a, an down. unambiguous like smash hit of yeah. this series. Is like oh Jordan Peele like nails Rod Serling's. It's crazy role. how much he's been able to like what, what's the accomplish coming off of like Key and Peele because yeah. I wouldn't at all think that I'd be able to take him seriously after that no, like, no yeah. way. but he does an amazing job yeah and job. Um, I, I just want to shout out while we're talking about these uh, in episode 4 he has yeah. a present in his lap yeah, which adorable. is because yeah. it takes oh, place yeah. on a Christmas yeah. episode yeah. and that is that's that's adorable it's, it's yeah. very special yeah. I, I, I did it. not watch episode 4 but that sounds really cool oh. episode 4 is probably the, well, so, yeah. the best we'll one that I've seen but also before we talk about the first episode I want to talk about the new theme song Oh, it is way too rushed. Yes, <laughs> the speech is good. The visuals are pretty good. They're not as dumb as I'd like. I yeah. want. I want thought they were too scissors. dumb. Uh, they were too cliche. Uh, like there's a giant for the eyeball. Twilight Zone. No, yeah. there's, there's a giant eyeball, there's a giant eyeball in the original. Yeah, there's no, a giant eyeball. They should have done something different. It's supposed do. to be like kind of cheesy. That, like, the, the, but the, the eyeball is a planet now instead of just being. No, a, yeah, I hate eyeball. it. <laughs> That's a weird thing to hate. Yeah, no, it's not just the eyeball. 
That's what the like, eyeball stands for. They could have done something different. <laughs> they like, did a lot of different new things. New technology. Like the, the door that turns into flying, water. No, but they're going to want to. No, it's not the things that are happening in space. It's that they are putting things happening in space. Well, that's that's the part of it that is still the Twilight Zone where they want to they want it to remind you of the yeah. old one. I think it's I good. I feel like they could have been was, more creative and I think different with it. there was too much on screen. I liked the weird vacancy of the original openings. Oh man! It's a little bit of a gamble to like go too creative with any sort yeah. of reboot because you risk like huge backlash. Well, they were already so. going yeah. so but, like, different even from the from the old series, like because um, it kind of like it gives you an intro and then it gives you the theme song and mm-hmm. then it yeah. But they want to reel people in with being like, oh yeah, I remember. I was already turned off I before remember. the before the theme song came on. Of the original one, it's not um, theme song intro show. Isn't that how it goes in the? It original? depends. Uh, I think they do they do theme yeah. song first in like the first and second season. Then later on, they'll like have a bit of the episode beforehand. Mm-hmm. Then Rod Serling will introduce it. Then it'll come back with a theme song, title card, okay. rest of the episode. Yeah, I think any order of that is fine. I don't think you need to... They should just put the intro at the end. Yeah. Also, they, they put the intro, <laughs> like, really mean. far into the episode. Yeah, the, 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 like. the first episode, the, the first episode, The Comedian, yes. featuring Camille Nagiani. Yes, of Silicon Valley fame, mm-hmm. the show, not He's great. The yeah, yeah the who is, interestingly enough, also, a very funny movie. comedian playing a very unfunny comedian yeah. in this oh, show. Oh, my I bit. was wondering about that. I remember my bit. He's very funny uh, on right. Twitter, too. What's your this bit? episode takes place in an alternate universe where Camille Nandriani is not funny. Ah, there we go. <laughs> so, he is a great actor and a great comedian. Um, now he does, like, voice acting, and he's in movies, and he's all, on all the, every TV show ever. Just a cool uh, fucking just, dude. He's just I, great. A general thing about this, the, the amount of star power they pulled in yeah, was very yeah. impressive. I love the star power flex. Uh, Tracy Morgan showing up in this episode. Yeah, just... Yes. Uh, Tracy he's Morgan? Tra- Tracy, yeah. Tra- oh, yeah. Tracy Morgan is not doing anything funny in this episode, nope. but I still laugh. He does yeah. a Tracy I, Morgan accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. interesting. Yeah. I don't know names. Was he the one who was He's the, the ghost. Okay, he's the disappeared. There's a fucking ghost. Oh, yeah, should we, well... Yeah, mean, let, let's talk about it for George, because we... Let's save you some time, listener. Just skip this one. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a skip. It's you get the certified skip on the weakest one. of the four mm-hmm. that are out it's now. bad. A if new you, episode yeah. is going to come out tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to check out. We'll see which is April 25th. Really it'll, be, it'll be out by the time... This oh, yeah. Just good save, George. So we will have watched it, and... Say happy birthday, Whoa! Yeah. And our other host, Alex, just had his birthday. We didn't buy him a switch this year. <laughs> what? What? You didn't get him a switch? Oh shit! I got him a switch. <laughs> no, uh, I got him a switch. <laughs> I got him uh, the '90s switch, which I is a Game Boy Color switch. Buy him a new switch. But um, yeah. So it's good. So this Camille Nanjiani does this terrible. What's his What's the name of his character? Do you remember? Sahir, Sahir, Sahir. I think it's Sahir. I don't Sahir. remember. I think Sahir sounds about right. It's got an I and it starts with S. Yeah, but maybe um, we'll fact check that. He is a semi-amateur comedian. It seems like he has. Well, yeah, I, that's something I might want to camp out on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, is that he seems like he's doing this full time because yeah. they don't. Sahir was on. Sahir. They don't talk about him having another job or ever show it. His girlfriend is a defense lawyer so yeah. she basically pays for everything and she right. says you've been at this for i think four years yes yeah 
And so, that, so that would yeah. that implies he's doing it full time. But yeah. I have I have other issues with that. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, I had something to say about that too. So he is a comedian, and he's doing this ter- like the show opens on him bombing, doing this terrible bit that he does for the Amendment. rest of yeah on the Second Amendment, and he's just and talking about he's trying to do the Tonight Show, and he's not doing a very good. Well, job. And the he, basis of the joke is that um, you. Does anyone else want to try to explain this? So, so, this- so he's trying to make like a like a political point. He's trying to get his yeah. his views across comedically, like mm-hmm. a like a John Stewart or yeah. like a yeah. Stephen Colbert. Um, um, I think this like Kumail in this episode is thinks it's interesting that the Second Amendment says we can't regulate. Yeah, you can't regulate guns. Yeah, but. Yeah, people use it as, as an excuse when and there are, it says, A, well, regulated. It's possible well, to be funny and political at yeah, the same I think time. He could the, say the first something time about that and be funny, but he did not. The first yes. time he tells this joke is the funniest version. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He just completely, like, abbreviates it to shit in all the other versions. Yeah, because uh-huh. they know you don't want to hear it again. Yeah. 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 But also, this is something... Uh, I've done open mics yeah. and shit. Like, this happens a lot where people will just go up and say facts and then like you gotta have a, some sort of punchline right? like Cam any kind does of... something that I'm reasonably sure is stolen from a podcast somewhere where he'll just <laughs> say oh you, oh, you want to joke well what about those clowns in Congress <laughs> oh, <laughs> like say <laughs> yeah, over and over weird. again until <laughs> until whoever is uh, asking for a joke has stopped listening yeah <laughs> uh, that's a funny Paul Rust will do those okay. tweets yeah, yeah. he's very hilarious mm-hmm. um, but uh, he's doing this bit that's not working out and it bombs and he thinks it's funny because he's like correct and but and we're all saying this joke sucks and that's why we didn't like it but it's, the joke sucks because it's supposed to it is supposed yeah. to suck yeah. so yeah. Yeah. and it's annoying to hear because you he does it constantly through the whole uh, episode yeah he, he keeps, turns he it keeps into trying something, to make it work yeah. yeah and it's not working so he goes to the bar, and a famous comedian is sitting there, played by Tracy Morgan. And right. hilarious, Kumail, even if he's not saying anything. Funny. He could say anything, yep. and he has. Uh, it's yeah. pretty funny. He he's hilarious because whenever he's in the room, the cinematography just fucking dies. Well, that's because he's a ghost. He's a, and that <laughs> impacts the camera. Uh, <laughs> that's why he's like on the opposite, like one quarter of the screen they're not using the rule of thirds he's like way off to the side yeah, it's he's and the camera's doing the fucking shaky cam but it doesn't look on purpose it looks like somebody's just bumping the camera rig and I was like really mad about it yeah anyway I think the I also noticed this before you sent that um, Seb sent us a google doc of complaints about this episode it's all in it's in all caps I was very angry yeah and it's understandable this episode's super weak and it's but I weak, think it's bad it's weak and it's also bad <laughs> but um I think the shaky cam that I noticed is mostly when he's on stage bombing. Yeah. So it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable and nervous because he's, like, fucking it up. But but they don't do the shaky cam very well. Yeah, and in other scenes, I remember specifically I turned to Hunter and I was like, that's a weird shot. And it was shot, like, between... It was, like, under someone's chin. Mm -hmm. Like, their neck took up half the screen and you could see Kumail in the background, like... (laughs) It was yeah. such a weird fuck? shot. It was so weird. It's, would you say that this uh, camera was positioned in the Twilight The Twilight <laughs> we, should have, let's, we should have a contest to see who can do the longest pause in between. <laughs> so, so he gets some advice from this famous comedian ghost. Yes. Uh, that says that he says that, uh, tell them about your life. Make it personal, right? But then he says, um, 
but you know, but watch out because once you say it, it's theirs now. They own it. Um, once once you once you tell them about your life, it's it's no longer yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. So when he says that, even when I'm like thinking about how the rest of this episode goes, that doesn't make any sense. Well, like, well yeah, even metaphorically. I, I, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. But um, I just want to remind you guys: just think about so it. So every time he makes a joke about someone or something, it disappears. Yeah. yeah. He makes a joke about his dog that is also not very funny. And his named and, cat. And, and I kept well, calling it will, cat. Also, yeah. Im- importantly, um, he'll make a joke. He'll mention um, someone he knows or something about his life. Uh, he'll mention it by name. Yeah. And uh, then everyone immediately starts laughing. Yes. Uh, it's the funniest thing ever, even yeah. if it's not a joke. Because mm. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like a lot of these aren't really funny jokes no. at all. <laughs> yes. But the point is it kills. Yeah. Um, oh, and, the joke, oh, the joke and he gets kills. he gets really popular, and the joke kills. Yeah, that's but still joke. performs at the same venue every night. It's yes. Yes. Okay, so about the venue, if yeah. he sucks so bad, how does he get into that specific venue? My is theory is mic? well. Here's the thing. So I so I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I did open. Yeah. Night. So um, but well, I did them in a small. Bad. I thank you. <laughs> I did them in a small town, and I would go to a bar and. It was a city, I guess. It's a very small city. But I'd go there, and there'd be six people at the bar because it's Tuesday night. They're all the comedians, and they're performing for the other comedians because no one goes to that bar yep. on Tuesday night. That's why they have the open mic, so that people show up. But um, it's still a not nice place. So my theory is that this is a comedy club all the time. Yeah. And this is, like, Wednesday night. And so it's, okay. like, amateur night or whatever. Because we only see, like, three comedians, so they're clearly there all the time. Mm-hmm. And if he just started, like, he kind of just started, he goes to the same place. Like, that's, I, but there's all those people in there. It really, so but it, maybe because it's the city. And they have, uh, like, yeah. a back room that seems to be specifically for the performing comedians. Yeah, a green room. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Green room? Um, I've been in one. It's yeah. a good movie. Oh, okay. We have one for this podcast. Yep. <laughs> we all sit up before the show and we practice our very funny jokes. So, yeah, say? basically the, the, main, the main spooky uh, Twilight Zone conceit is this, of this is in order for him to have success, he has to give up literally everything else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gains nothing. But essentially, yeah, he, he gains, like, followers. Like, yeah. they... Like once mentioned that he has a lot of followers on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. People are taking pictures with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then at the end they're like, "All right, this is your shot at the big time. Someone from an actual fucking club is here, right?" Harry Steinfeld. <laughs> um, and then he makes himself disappear. Yes, <laughs> he makes fun of himself. Yeah. Yes. He says yeah. his wife comes in and yells at him because earlier he his act was just reading off the names of people that had wronged him in life yeah so he essentially life. he essentially goes full death note with yeah. it oh yeah this yeah. is death like, note this yeah. is, like there's, so, there is a note and all the people he wants to kill her yeah so he yeah he starts <laughs> and when he this, reads the names they die I, yeah. I, Very I mentioned this they don't even die they like disappear yes. from existence and yeah like they never have existed mm. um I was watching this with a couple uh, other friends of the show um last night and uh I called this pretty early I'm like oh this is a superpower. Yeah. He's gonna abuse this, and uh, that is very much what he does. He starts mm-hmm. like, starts doing it for people that have actually wronged him, and then he starts getting really petty 
uh, and disappearing people who heckle him and yeah. other garbage like that. Oh, wow. Or just people um, who post bad comments online or something. Yeah. yeah so I mean, don't you wish you could just vanish people who post shitty <laughs> comments into the ether forever? We, we, you may think myself. that our show gets no comments on SoundCloud, but we delete all the angry ones. <laughs> so there's only one <laughs> left. But we got I, a very nice comment last week from Jay Thullen. Uh, <laughs> that guy who made that game? Yeah, it was good. Um, my favorite part of this episode was when he's gone full Death Note and he's on stage with the the book and he's just screaming the names yeah. of the people. And everyone is laughing. The it's crowd, insane. The crowd loves it because they're the demons, man, and they're getting all they the souls or whatever. But listen, okay. Yeah. <laughs> every every right. time... You go he, to the coin star. Every, he doesn't work. <laughs> it's not work. <laughs> no, but every time he, he tells a joke about somebody. Yes. They disappear. Nobody remembers who they are. Yes. They so didn't then, exist. So then what, what what did they think was so funny? What did they think was so funny? Why do they still think he's funny? Because it's that's, hilarious. Because that's part of the like, yeah, superpower it's thing. Such a, that it doesn't it's, matter what he it's says. It's such a silly like thing. Like They Cam's come out of the show face, and... Like, I'm trying to be close to the mic. Yeah. I, I want to chime in, but I want no, to hear like you second, Seconds later, after they all walk out, they're like, great set, man. That was awesome. I'm going to follow you. Yes. And I then think... none of them could tell him what jokes yeah, he said. Well, he'll, yeah, he'll that's talk what I about, think. Right, he'll that's... talk about the things that he said on set, and they'll be like, oh, who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, who's that yes. guy? It's the explanation cool. for this is that it takes place in... Yes. The Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> How come uh, he couldn't say something like, oh, you know what sucks? Global warming. Yeah, that's right. No. Follow me on Twitter. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah. interesting because, like, yeah, it only it has to be stuff directly tied to him. It seems yeah. mm. because he, he, I'm pretty sure he made a Trump joke at some point. And um, obviously, Trump didn't disappear. <laughs> no, he's still here. That's <laughs> weird. Um, I wish he would get out of the studio. <laughs> um, Stop eating that. But, but so, so there's that. And then also... Yeah, I'll, uh, the only piece I have left to say on this is about the ending. So uh, okay. if you have anything else... Oh, yeah, I want to talk about the Shining yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's that. But also, what... The girlfriend laughs at everything he says. They have a fucking fight, and he starts, like... Like, just bashing her in front of her. Yes. Like, she is trip. at the club, and she thinks it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Because he's doing this yeah. superpower no. Yeah. It doesn't make any. It has those okay. superpowers. So Sam, superpower doesn't make those guys in the audience, yeah. they don't know the people that he's saying because, yeah. and he's also not saying a joke, so they're not laughing at the joke. There is no joke. They're laughing because the magic. Forget the joke. Yeah, it's yeah. the magic of the ghost Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. of Tracy Morgan. Yeah. At the bar, that's there's no joke. There's no. It's not funny. Nothing he's doing is funny. But when he is on stage and he says the names. Those people disappear, and he gets what he wants, which is what the people are laughing. This sounds so fucking. Stupid. I'm not it's saying that this episode stupid. is good or this premise is good, but or it that makes I like sense. it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's, 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 okay. it's just a dumb. Okay. But this episode is too long. Mm-hmm. You yeah, find out what it's going to be. I don't give a fuck about him. I just care about the, the gimmick. I only cared about him because I like the actor. Yeah, I love the actor. Yeah, his jokes aren't funny, but they're not supposed to be. Right. Um. And the prim- you know what's going to happen the entire time. Either he's going to delete you everyody else, shit out and he's going to be sad. Yeah, I, yeah. I also think that it's a super heavy-handed commentary on what everyone says modern comedy is. It's, it's like every other person who goes up there is talking about dicks and vaginas. Yes. Like, if you notice. And I'm like, that's not and funny. And he's, he's <laughs> trying to be, he's trying to tell this truth, kind of man. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, not all... 
comedy is like right. that. Yeah, good, good yes. comedy can say something. Yeah, yeah. it can. There but are they, also they hilarious dick being, jokes, but they're not yes. necessarily you like. Can yeah. even, you can even say something with a dick joke. Yes. Yeah. This this woman goes up there and she's like, "Oh, what does everybody think it's like to have a penis?" And yeah. I'm like, I, "You have a penis." Oh, who was that? Amy Schumer. <laughs> 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 and then okay, so his his comedian friend lady. Yeah. I do the, not like her character. It is so flat. Should she, we zip through this? Because we've been talking about this. <laughs> well, this is what we have the most to say about yeah. The other three episodes are... Yeah, and I... I can oh, man, I got a, I got a fucking tight 25 on Terra 20,000 feet. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. I want to talk about okay. episode three This is, this is, this in, the sh- in the edit. Okay. She is so flat. She has nothing to say. She can't really control it. What was wrong with I didn't think she, there was she, much she, She's not all. flat that way. She's very busty. <laughs> How was um, the character? Hell yeah. <laughs> she's, she's just... She's, she, was, she was hot. <laughs> Nick, Nick she, she's attractive. All right? No, but, like, all she does is, like... <laughs> she's just the sarcastic black lady. That's all she is. Yeah. And that's it's a, such a flat and overplayed character. Yeah. Like, but what uh, about the other guy? Yeah, the guy in, in rebuttal, this, I submit to you the side character in every Twilight Zone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about a shitty man from... <laughs> the guy who's, also shitty what about man? asshole deputy <laughs> from the episode they, of the Twilight Zone to, where it's dark? <laughs> they try to turn her into a thing like, oh, this is his rival. She's trying to give him advice. Well, blah, blah. she is his foil because he's trying to tell good jokes and she's just talking about dicks. Yeah. That's all dude, she's there she, for. Okay. He, he was like, he actually said something kind of funny. He's like, put that in an e- email and send it to the ocean or something yeah. like that. I was like, ha. Huh. And then she's like, put, put that in an email and send it to my vagina. And I'm actually, like, that doesn't I, make any fucking sense. That's that's good, ocean actually. actually, I, I laughed at that. Oh, like, I, I laughed at that because... All right. How far does our punchline say the word vagina? Exactly, Not everything needs to make sense comedian. to be a good punchline. <laughs> anyway, not so at the end of the episode, up, he no. disappears himself in a noble move to not kill his wife after he killed yeah. everyone else he knew. And then he vanishes. And because he vanishes himself, all the people that he had vanished previously uh, come back because yeah. he ceased yeah. to exist. Then, because those are the rules. Yes. But then somehow she becomes the comedian instead of a de- defense lawyer. Because, uh, does she? Yeah. yeah. No, she's in fun. the club. She's in the back room with the nephew. Oh yeah? yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. no, she's just at the bar. She's just yeah. at the bar. She's just. Oh, she's, I thought, there. I she's thought the, that was in the. No, she's yeah. there to see a show. She's not there okay. to. She's not there to be a comedian. If there's okay. a bar in the green room, then you got a nice club. Oh yeah. But so then, since he's not there, there's no competition for the other lady to get the big job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes sits at the bar. Who's that? Tracy Morgan's there. Oh. Whoa, the circle of life or whatever. And then. The fucking the slow pan out. Absolutely bonkers reveal. So you might know this about me, but I like the movie, the Stanley Kubrick movie, The Shining. And at the end of that Look movie... Look forward to Cam picking that again. <laughs> we're doing it again, baby. <laughs> watching it backwards. All right, I know, I know you're joking, but I legitimately think that we would be kind of fun. We could do it again. Um, what if we had like four different people on? Like, no, we're not here. <laughs> that could well, be we're, our, we're all going to be the photograph. Well, we've always been there. Right, so the ending of The Shining... All that shit happens, and then there's a slow pan on a black and white photograph, and Jack is in the photograph yeah, now. he's always been there. This exact same thing happens with Camille Nanjiani and a mural photograph on the wall of the club in the old times, I guess. And Kumail is one of the people in the he's photo. He's in yeah. the photo. They, they do he's a like shining. The, yeah. They do a shining. Okay, it's how insane. do you know Tracy Morgan? How do you do that? Well, uh, when, no, nobody else saw him. 
And there's a shot where yep. she, the female comedian is talking to him at the bar, and it's, he's not there. Oh, it's a yeah. slow pan away from the them at the pan bar. It's his gravestone towards the yeah, yeah, at the bar. Yeah, it has like a martini because nice. um, they they make mention of him uh, at being a super famous comedian, and then he just and, disappeared. Right, and so he, um, so uh, the main character talks with him, and then he says, you know, wow, I can't believe this guy's here. And then he brings it up to somebody else, and they're like, no, he's never been here. Mm. So, whereas like, he's always yeah, been so here. Whereas <laughs> he's always been here. So in any other episode, I would love this nod to The Shining, but I feel that this didn't it, deserve I, it. It was insane. Yeah. It was I, so I thought it was I so shouted <laughs> when I saw this. It makes you yell at your TV. I was I like, yell. holy shit. On this day that I watched this episode, I had framed that photo from The Shining in my apartment. <laughs> let, <laughs> let, like, let it be said, listeners, that Cam is not on brand. <laughs> um... Not gonna lie, this low key made me like this episode. <laughs> no, I, I hated it. <laughs> that they more. had the they fucking balls no. to do an out of left field shining goal. reference. I think I, that there is a good come. Twilight Zone episode inside this episode. Yes. I think that you could cut it down into a good episode. There's like 15, 15 minutes, minutes of good episodes. Yes. So, and at the end, it needs to show the photograph. Fade to black, white text comes on the screen and it says, this is as good as The Shining. And then <laughs> We are equally as uh, smart as The Shining. Okay. That should show up at the end of every TV show. <laughs> It'll pop up and it'll say, written by Stanley Cooper. Dude, they and have Stephen like King elephantitis and <laughs> Okay, so we did a lot on that episode. Does anyone want to take ownership of other episodes that they want to talk about? George, you said you really wanted to talk about three. Can I do episode two? All right. Okay. Okay, so so this is the big um, ticket item. This yep. is this is I, okay. absolutely the big ticket item. What what do you want to say? Uh, I may be quiet because I did not watch anything after the first episode because I hated it so. Much. I think that you were that going was such a horrible. Decision. Yeah. It, well, okay, but also, can you blame her? Like if the yes, show opens, we all said that all the other Look, episodes. It was were good. the night before the podcast. Whose fault is that? Listen, I. Actually, yeah. Please. I, yeah. I, I didn't Please realize elaborate. that that was it. <laughs> Uh, also, anyway, so yeah, that's yeah. the podcast. I watched uh, all the episodes. All right, yeah. Except for the first one. I didn't like it enough. I was not motivated well, enough. The other episodes How many episodes did you watch? Yeah, the other episodes. Total. One. Total? One. No, I watched three. Which oh, was two the assignments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let's you, talk about episode two of the CBS. Episode two of the 2019 Twilight Zone series. Uh, so this episode is a take on the uh, terror at 20,000 feet, or Nightmare uh, at 20,000 feet. It's the Nightmare at 30,000 30, 30, feet. When I saw that, I was like, this is as bad as saying, this is as good as the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay. We're better. Nightmare at 20,002 feet. Okay, but like, this is, um, so there have been like a hundred quote-unquote modern takes on the story that we brought up in the first yeah. segment. Um, so I was not expecting anything different. I was like, oh, they're going to rehash this premise and it's going to be really well shot and well acted and it's mm -hmm. just going to be like a character piece for, in this case, incredible comedic actor Adam Scott. Mm -hmm. What an and amazing choice. What an absolutely amazing choice yeah, yeah. for the guy they have him portrayed. He's like, so him compared to William Shatner, they're both kind of handsome but kind of weird looking yeah mm -hmm. yeah look nervous all the time mm -hmm. <laughs> and kind of stand out in a crowd mm -hmm. absolutely is, is the word hypochondriac um not, not really. it it's not brought up but it would definitely apply to apply him, to him. Yeah. yeah yeah so um this takes a turn immediately by showing you that this guy is has a character beyond i've had a nervous breakdown before yes. he's a journalist he's been 
It's in, a magazine. Yeah, he's oh, he's a magazine <laughs> sorry, writer. He's published. He's published. He's, published. he's been in war zones, but like in quotes, been in war yeah. zones. Mm-hmm. Um, had panic attacks, but that's like a thing that happens to all of the people who are in these nightmare at twenty thousand feet kind of things. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, you have a history of panic attacks, so nobody's gonna believe you when you start acting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like specifically. Uh, and George, I don't know if you thought this too, because you and I have the same brain when it comes to politics stuff. But when like you see the magazine, you see that his article is called "The Death of Civility," I'm like, oh my god, I know exactly what kind of fucking. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, I rolled my eyes. This we is. were just nice to them. Yeah. I rolled my eyes so <laughs> fucking hard. Like, yeah. I could have sworn it was going to be like, guys, Nazis, not that bad. If yeah, he, could he is listening worse. to political podcasts about yeah. conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so this is a, this creates. Like, seeing the article that this dude wrote, and he picks it up, like, he picks up the magazine that he wrote in on his way to the plane, mm-hmm. which is, like... he's a, a, a dorkist. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's a dorkist. Oh, the two guys grab for the same magazine when there's five other magazines yeah. on the show. Well, yeah. I mean, like, the, the other dude who's doing it is doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like, yeah. clearly. Uh, it's very well, funny. Yeah. Clearly later on. Yeah. At first, it is like, oh, that's right. stupid. But then yeah. you find out why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this guy is definitely the kind of center lib to to mm-hmm. center right asshole who's like the real problem with our politics is that people aren't nice to each other anymore completely Let's ignoring compromise. We completely need to ignoring listen. any systemic problems like no uh the i see that you're having a problem with the system have you tried making different personal choices <laughs> Uh, I see. I see that perhaps uh, you were oppressed by a government or corporations that have nothing to do with you. Have you tried? I don't know. Driving a different car. Like, <laughs> you should smile like, more. Yeah. You should Why smile. don't we just listen to the group of people that want you to die violently? Look, they want to kill us. We kind of don't want that. Let's just meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and everything will be fine. You know, maybe we yeah. so uh, have something to contribute here. So Adam Scott is one of these dudes. He's, he's been to like a fucking Ivy League college. I'm saying this based on those kinds of journalists, not based yeah. on his character in the show. He's been to an Ivy League college. He has uh, he has an incredibly rich dad, I bet. And he has <laughs> never had to actually work in his life. He's thin. He's really, really thin. <laughs> but, um, he's on Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, this this guy has a whole character created for you in two scenes, and I'm like, okay, this is already setting me up to like enjoy this episode. None of that was projected at all, right? No, no, of course not. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I also was like, I'm reading too much into this. Yeah. I know, I know, because I know myself. I'm like, I am reading too much into this guy's mm-hmm. character. This isn't going to come up. I also read a little bit yeah. too much into it. <laughs> yeah. I, as- I assumed because I saw in the in the description mm-hmm. that terror is a little bit. In uh, supposed to be involved, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, he's one of these guys. Well, of he's oh, gonna be." He has to think a certain way to suspect a terror attack on a plane. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps from he a Middle also, Eastern country. That's yes. what I immediately assumed. <laughs> With the cinematography in this one, is I was starting to get worried about what this episode was trying to say. Yeah. When it's like they, yeah, they, they show when, so when many was, people when he was getting on the plane, they they show every brown person yeah. one yes. shot. But like, it's kind of explained away by they're going to Yemen. They're going to Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv, yeah. and he, like I think, but he yeah, you could definitely, you get but definitely get the impression that this is going somewhere. That, yeah, yeah. Made that conscious decision that they're going. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're trying to make you feel bad. Like, hey yeah. guys, you're the reason. <laughs> yeah, but then they, <laughs> like, then they individually show every brown person on the yeah, shop. Yeah, this, this is the kind of thing that makes me think like. Oh, this is what I expected coming at a uh, quote-unquote Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. I'm like, this is going to be one of those things where it's like, examine, examine your own uh, prejudices about, it. and it kind of does a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. not necessarily in the way that you'd think. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So when he once he gets onto the plane, he finds a fucking Zune or whatever. Like it's it's a basically like a like an enchanted MP3 player. Yeah, I believe it what? says MP3. in 2019. Yes. I believe it's right a here. Ripple. Yes. It's the brand that they show on. So it is. It has a. That's why he's so. It has a podcast. It has a podcast that's basically a true crime podcast about, and it's about the crash of flight like uh, 10, 15, 15, yeah. 10, 15. 10 15 that departed at 10 15 from on october on october yeah. 15th yeah. which is of course the flight that he's on he's like that's funny why how could this podcast be about a thing that i am doing right now there's no that doesn't make any sense Very and he tight, listens so. more to it and it is repeating details to him that he nobody but people who were, were on the plane could have known yeah mm-hmm. and it's so, predicting events that are are happening. They happen like moments before. Like they talk about a bird hitting one of the engines mm-hmm. moments before suddenly flames come out of the engine briefly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like this is all, this is all like, t- so this is leading to him believing it. Mm-hmm. And so now he believes in this podcast. And much like you should with our podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we Let's tell you that things are going to happen, they are going to when happen. When they say the coin star doesn't work. <laughs> don't use the coin don't star. Don't check it out. It's, it's not Every working. Every time I go. Every time I go. To the coin star. I feel like the reason I brought that up is because it's a little bit of a Twilight Zone episode in a 215 <laughs> Twitter video. Because <laughs> yeah. every time he goes, the coin star. It doesn't work. It's not working. So... Um, yes, yeah, so he's so it, this this thing so he is goes predicting. To the coin star. Yes, this <laughs> thing is predicting everything that's going to happen, and then it starts talking about how this flight mysteriously disappeared, and it starts giving him hints, saying like the Russian mafia is involved. It could have been the mysterious clue of the pilot saying "Good night, New York," mm-hmm. um, and it's it's giving him all these things to be suspicious of, and he's like the whitest dude on the plane, mm-hmm. like him also and the. Just walking around. He's just walking around. <laughs> yeah. him and the mysterious fellow that uh, romantically grabbed the same uh, magazine yeah. as him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Mr. Nip. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> Adam Scott is like at 100% power in this one. He is yeah. acting up a yeah. storm, which is like what you need to do in the in this kind Competing of story. William Shatner? Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's very rappers. good at being very nervous. Yeah, he is. If you haven't seen Parks and Rec, you'll and see it on every time he tries to help out, like he is just pisses off the staff and They're the like people on the plane. They're all like this fucking guy. Sit the and fuck down. Um, <laughs> I like when he's pressing the um, the call. On oh the yeah, he's calling the stewardess over, uh-huh. and they'll they'll like look and be like, "Oh, it's that guy," and then they just go back to what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Mm-hmm. But we got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw the title of this episode, I'm like. What's the fucking gremlin gonna look like? Yeah. What's yeah. the gremlin gonna look like? I can't wait to see. Are they gonna try and make it real realistic? Is it gonna be a CG? Is it gonna be a guy in a suit? It's uh, this flight is during the daytime. Footage. Yes. So they gotta show it more, or they're not gonna show it at all. Maybe. Yeah. And then it turns out there's not an actual. No gremlin. gremlin. I think episode that's good. canceled. I think it's good. Throw it in the garbage. <laughs> the gremlin. Look, is I'm, in I'm your paying mind. for a gremlin, oh, yeah, baby. Right. You're not because you didn't gremlin? pay for shit. But. Uh, <laughs> They can't do the same kind of campy stuff that they used to do. They could, 100%. And they stay as well, though. They do later. Okay, because I feel like people would just laugh it off. But that episode is a classic episode, and it's good for a reason. Which is precisely why you shouldn't just do exactly that again. They shouldn't have done the same thing. This is a perfect 
modernization Careful of that. Careful saying the word perfect. Okay. Uh, it's it's very, I'll say it's a very, I'm supporting it, the that concept, it's a very good. The concept is a perfect modernization of that yes. fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's somebody who's nervous projecting their own fear outward onto the plane. Except in the original Twilight Zone episode, there's nothing else to say about the message because it's fucking real. Look, I got worried about this people, Gremlinless. Yeah, it's not. Dude, no, people it's modern- not gremlin- oh, gremlinless. People in modern- after the plane spoiler goes down mm-hmm. uh, because this guy is so. All right, for, I got to talk about that. How this how this comes to fl- yeah, comes to play. Okay, right. it comes, comes to pass. It is his fault because he is listening too much to the podcast and doing the things that the podcast. Not like you listen. Yeah, not like you. You should do what we say. Um, but he is Adam Scott is like okay, I have to prevent the events that happen in this. So he figures if he can get somebody else flying the plane, then the pilot can't crash the plane. He can't say goodnight New York and yes. crash the plane. Mm-hmm. So, but Which the were guy, the pilot's last words before it crashes that in the in the podcast that he's listening to. Yes. So he has all these conspiracy theories about what's going to happen, why they would want the plane to crash, why anyone would want the plane to crash. He gets the, <laughs> he gets the guy that he met in the airport beforehand, who was the only person who believes him, mm-hmm. into the cockpit. This guy is also an extremely nervous ex-pilot. Mm-hmm. And then he... Dis- disgraced ex-pilot. He disgraced ex-pilot. He's also drinking the whole time. Yes. <laughs> and he's also... Mr. Nip. He's <laughs> also uh, the whitest person, one of the whitest people on the plane, mm. uh, which it could lead to the so other... Of which means... Trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you jumped um, on it. <laughs> so, so this guy gets in the seat of the plane, and he's like, I'm going to land us safely in Canada. And then once he gets on the intercom, like, after, like, all the shenanigans that they use to get him up to the cockpit. Right, he gets into the cockpit, beats the shit out of the pilot. And yeah, yeah, pilot. yeah, yeah. And everyone on the plane can watch because there's a camera yeah. of the pilot, the yeah. cockpit, the whole time. Where's the plane taking off from? Uh, it's, it's, I don't remember where it's taking Boston, off from. Boston. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that's not really <laughs> important. The U.S.? But why did they, how were they on the track to Canada? They, they weren't. They, they were, were not going to cross the Atlantic yeah. and turn yeah. around. Yes. Okay. He was yeah. going to do a Yui. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. <laughs> so, but he's I like, I'm going to land it safely in, in Canada. And then this dude sits, this disgraced ex-pilot sits down in the seat, gets on the intercom and is like, thank you for showing me that, you know, we all deserve redemption. And now I know exactly what I have to do. Good night, New York. And then <laughs> Adam <laughs> Scott gives... The most Adam Scott like oh, comedic yeah. reading yeah. that as that had me I busted out laughing because he looks at the pilot cam and he goes, Oh, he's the pilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's that made the episode for me because there yeah. were other parts that I was like, Oh, I don't know, I, I don't know if I like that, or that's kind of sweaty, or that's kind of nervous or anything. It's so good. Oh, I like because it. Because I wonder if it's like that's like the folly of getting Adam Scott as you gave him a, a yeah. line, a line yeah. that could have been very dark and serious, but it was incredibly funny because mm-hmm. it was delivered by an extremely funny comedian. <laughs> I think that it's that Adam Scott is more happy that he figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Even though he didn't, yeah. Yeah. he's not. He doesn't care that now that he's all gonna die. He's like, oh, that's the fire. Got it. Yeah. Now I'll just sit yeah. back so, down. And so this the, is like his ice so, town yeah. too. So, so, so the pilot that was referred to in the podcast, the one that says goodnight New York and then crashes the plane, wasn't the person who was flying the plane originally that he was trying to get out of the seat, but instead the new guy that Adam Scott just helped to put in there. Mm-hmm. So it's all his fault. Mm-hmm. The plane crashes and everyone survives. And yeah. that is where it gets stupid. This is where it becomes very good. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm on a campsite. Uh, so the 
So first of all, the gremlin from the original Twilight Zone episode, a doll that looks exactly like it washes up on this island oh, as well. Which I own. Yes. Um, For reals. And uh, then uh, Adam Scott, the first thing he does is rushes to that like fucking zoom or whatever, and there's another episode on there, and it's like, and it reveals. Uh, he wakes the, up on the beach. Yeah, he wakes up on the beach, and then it's like it reveals like these people were not found for months, but they all, but then they eventually were, and they all survived. And he's like, oh, thank God. And it's like, except for one person. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> this episode is titled The Mystery of Adam Scott Being Beaten to Death on a Beach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check this out. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's like, okay, this one guy does, uh, well, I mean, well, what happened to this one guy? And it, it says his name, and it's like, none of the other passengers would would set, could say what happened to him. He has disappeared, and there was no trace of him. And then all it shows all the other passengers angrily walking towards him. And he's like, "No, no, no! I tried, I tried to save us." And then he pathetically picks up a rock, like to try and defend himself, mm-hmm. which does and, nothing. Yeah. And then they each beat the shit out of him with their bare hands. It's, it's implied. It's hilarious. Yeah. And, and then they, they show a little bit. And then there's they a show, um, the show gets swarmed. Yeah. They pile up on him. Yeah. And then it gives a. And then Jordan Peele gives a very good Twilight Zone ending monologue where he's like, "It turns out the only thing that he wasn't willing to question was himself." Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Well, I thought that that was a very good episode. I liked it a lot. Too. That I, sounds much better than the first Yes. Yeah, I, all the other episodes were better than the first one. Yes. Um, I wanted to see that gremlin. I was so thrown off by there being, not being a gremlin that I can't say that this episode... He was the gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, right. technically, <laughs> yeah. technically the second pilot was more of a gremlin, but... I thought mm-hmm. the, only, the only gripe with it was it was so painfully apparent that this that the uh, disgraced pilot was a bad guy. Yeah, and it was so yeah. obvious. And then the, Adam the Scott's only one just who like, can't oh. figure it out is Adam Scott because yeah. Adam oh, Scott's the like, one sap will agree with you probably yeah. is bad news. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and uh, that's when I, that's where I get back to the thing I was saying at the beginning where I'm like I. I was like, I was thinking to myself, I read too much into Adam Scott's character, and then I, by the time I reached the end, I'm like, I didn't because then he did all the things <laughs> that I right. I thought were going to happen based on the, his shitty article. Yeah, that no, I, I haven't even read just the, the his the shitty title. Of I like this episode, and you're right. Like this story has been retold so many times that it's okay to do a different. It was very similar, but mm-hmm. also very different from the original and mm-hmm. the movie version and Simpsons version, and you mm-hmm. know, like all the other times that this has been yeah done. But it was, st- it was still really interesting. It has still the basic themes that I like of a guy who knows he's r- knows in quotation words that he's right. There's something supernatural happening, and everyone's annoyed with this guy who will do whatever it takes to stop what he thinks is the problem. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I like the. I, I think it's an interesting ironic twist that he's the one who caused it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think compared against the original. Um, William Shatner is the one who he yes he causes the problems but he also saved them from he was right yeah. yes mm-hmm. I don't think and it's a direct it, parallel as yeah much. I don't know I just like the way that that the original handled that a little bit better yeah I, I think I think that it's interesting as an ironic twist that he caused all the problems but I like the idea of the crazy person being right. I, don't I, think think that's, I, that's, I should see if I can I, get the clip of him saying yeah, I don't, oh, I don't think he's the fire. <laughs> It doesn't seem like it would be that interesting to me that he's the one who caused it because I've seen so many self-fulfilling prophecy type of things yeah. out there. It's not that unique. Including many it, in the Twilight yeah. Zone. <laughs> yeah, it, so it wouldn't be that unique. It sounds like a, a much better episode yeah. than before, but I don't think that it's really... It's also, they do a pretty good job of like drawing you in, though. 
Yeah. It's also shot better. That first episode has some super weird cinematography. Yeah, like I, was, I was talking about that. That's it's trying to stupid. be... I don't know what it's trying to be, but it doesn't work. And then this one's shot pretty normal yeah. and claustrophobic, it, it, but it's, it's like on a plane. It's so. like the first episode, they didn't know what the rule of thirds was. Yeah. Have you guys ever been on a plane with the middle row right like that? No. Not in a while. It seems very sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, they do a... Adam Scott is not racist moment where he gives away his first class seat to a family who's being separated. Yeah, that's Just when I realized like, that I was wrong. <laughs> that's Yeah, I was so scared that this episode was going to be like, he's a racist, and yeah. he was right the whole time. I was like, no! <laughs> but, but the Look, thing it is, wasn't like, that brown person, it was the other brown person. But the thing is, like, I mean, he is a racist, but not in that way. Like, not yeah. in, like, the overt, I am going to tell a brown person that I don't like them way, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, being suspicious of people who are not who do not look like him. Yes. Kind of yeah. like Anyone that Russians. wasn't, like, an yes. American, he was like, uh... Yeah, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, especially with the, the business with those Russian guys. The yeah, Russian, Russian soccer mafia. players. Yeah, it's, it's like, so... oh, he's probably mafia anyway, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, come on. Yes. But, let's... Talk Everyone about else tells him to fuck off. Yeah, let's talk three. about episode three. Very... How, far, how far are we ready? Uh, don't worry about three it. I'm, gonna, I'm going to cut so much of okay. this episode. <laughs> talk yeah, as long... Talk as long, talk as long as you want. We're, uh, we're still... <laughs> earlier than we normally are in the night, nice. but not earlier than we normally are in recording. We're also I will try to mm-hmm. do a quick little uh, synopsis. Ooh. Essentially, what happens in this episode called is it Rewind? Sure. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, I think it's called Rewind. I think it's Replay. 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 I think it's a Black Mirror episode. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> this is Black Mirror. This, yeah. It is a single black mother and her black son. Well, obviously, I guess. <laughs> he could um, be mixed race. He could be. Um, no, I so, think he says. He's he could identify black, as white. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a single black mother and her son. They are going to his first time walking onto a college campus. I think he's going on a tour. I don't think that he's actually... I, I, I thought think, he was attending. No, he's it. Attending. Oh, he's attending it? Okay. So it's his first day in college. And it's a historically black college. And everyone's really excited and very proud. So she brings along her camcorder or her old camcorder which ends up being her dad's old camcorder Um, so then she could record his first steps walking onto a college campus Mm -hmm. because the same camera recorded his first steps ever so yeah it's really cute they set it up really good the mother and son have really good chemistry they it it, if you have like a you're kind of a shithead to your mom relationship (laughs) with your mom it's it's like that it's it's good it's like it's obvious that the son loves the mom and the mom very dearly loves the son um but they're in like the midwest and it is not the most safe place for african americans mm, inside of this episode um in the twilight zone in the, the twilight, twilight zone. zone is racist yeah the twilight zone is actually the bible <laughs> building <It's> just, <laughs> they're but, in the mid zone yeah <laughs> um, so southern area of the zone <laughs> she discovers that this the camcorder, twilight zone civil war <laughs> oh yeah she discovers that this camcorder has magical properties when her son squirts a little bit of ketchup on his shirt i think oh, that it has a funny the, the place craziest symbolism yep yo it's so deep mm. i fucking like oh. as soon as i saw it i'm like Oh, he squirted ketchup over his heart. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the son's like, "Oh, did I get my? Did you get that on camera?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, rewind it. I want to see it." And 
she rewinds it and it brings her back in time to when they're first sitting down at the diner before the ketchup incident. before the ketchup incident and she's telling him like hey it's like didn't you just strange. it's like twilight <laughs> she's like didn't you just squirt ketchup on your shirt and he's like no mom what are you talking about and she just thinks like ketchup okay whatever right, this is just be some weird especially the first couple times that that she rewinds she looks so fucked up it is it seems to be physically pained the re- every time the rewind well, seems to be like draining on her yeah. which I don't I think they really so follow up I'm with like, that. Oh my god, yeah. she looks like she's gonna fucking die. Yeah, she's getting more stressed out in, in yeah. terms of the show. Yeah, but it looks like it's physically painful. Oh yeah. Um, and I think right before this, they uh, they introduce the cop officer. Wait, Lats- I think Lats- on this, this first section, he's just there. Yeah, he's just there. Uh, yeah, he just shows up, but and he seems show, to be. Yeah, they they just show him like he's gonna be important. Yeah. During that, that yeah. Way. And he seems to just be like a you know normal small town cop. He seems to be an all right guy. He talks to the black waitress, and she's very nice to him, and he's very nice back. But then after the first rewind, they go back onto the road, and the son is now joking around with his mother, and he's videotaping his mother while he's driving, yep. and he's speeding a little bit, and he gets pulled over. Uh, uh, and they and they decide to they decide to pass by uh, his uncle's place, right? Yes, they, she, she gets mad that he even put it in the GPS, right? Because she's she has an estranged relationship family. with yeah. her family, yes. Yeah, um, which is explained later on. I think this is the this is the first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He put it in the GPS. And she's like, I don't want to see him, and then so they so they kept going. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, basically, what happens is the cop pulls him over, and he the cop is harassing him. And what it starts off with, the like the first little bit that you realize, oh, this cop's kind of racist. Is mm-hmm. yeah. she's like, oh, I'm taking my son to his first day of college, and then the cop is like, oh, oh is that the school for blacks? Oh, or that something? black school. Oh, that black school. Yeah. Ooh. And there's a long pause, and the son has a look on his face, a look that I've had many times mm. when you hear some fucked up shit randomly, uh, and he's. <laughs> She eventually, she's like, uh, she says the name of the yeah. university and she says, yes, the historical black college. Um, the cop keeps harassing him, pressing him, and eventually the cop pulls out his taser. Yeah. And she rewinds it because she knows that she can do this now. She wants to try it out again. It works. And now she's kind of having like a panic attack because she realized that it worked. Um, she's nervous that what happened might happen again. So she tells her son to pull over. The son pulls over, but he's not fully off the road. His his tire right. is like a quarter yeah, the, of an inch most, off of the road. The most bullshit, racist ass reason to, yeah. to come harass. Yeah. So yes. this part, I think we should kind of. I'll just yeah, I'll speak through it. Basically, there's multiple scenarios where no matter what she does, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. So they they do the typical time travel thing of yeah. oh, these events will always it's happen. Always happen. No matter what, no matter what she does, her son will always be like persecuted by this police officer, and there will always be a confrontation in which he gets hurt uh, even for things as innocent as uh, a noise complaint at a motel mm-hmm. um, and it eventually leads to his son being shot in the parking lot after going to grab his phone to show the police officer the pink slip for the car that they yeah. are saying that they own and the cop because the cop is like because the cop's racist the cop's how, racist how could you own this yeah how could you own this yeah. uh, you have to show me that you own this or you're not leaving this parking lot and yeah, the son has the pink slip on his phone. He comes out, he pulls the phone up, and he immediately gets shot in the chest where the ketchup squirted onto him. Yeah. Um, then I thought this. I thought they were going to go the different way here. They're at the morgue, the or the medical examiner office, whatever. Yeah. The son is dead. 
she's asked to identify the son. Then she asks if she can find the camcorder, like who has the camcorder. So she rewinds time and they're back in the diner. And she is obviously distraught. Her son's back and she's like, oh, my baby, my son, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, mom, what are you doing? He doesn't know what happened. They yeah. rewind yeah. the time. Um, so now she tries something different. She tries to see if maybe I, oh no, this is actually, no. What led up to that was she tried something different. She tried to talk with the cop and be like, hey, I have a family. We're cool. We're both people. Right. And then it, it's still, understand. yes, <laughs> it's still is, the same outcome. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. The cop always finds them. The cop always. And you can't talk the racism out of somebody. Yes. Every time she goes to the coin star. <laughs> It's not broken. Working. Every time she goes to the coin star, it kills her son. So, um, this is, yep, this yeah. is what happens next. She yeah. goes to the uncle's house. Um, it's the one way that they haven't tried yet. Yeah. And it turns out that the uncle believes her when he tells her, um, when she tells him the right. uh, camcorder's magic. Oh, my son keeps dying in all these situations. Also, and, he has issue one of Black Panther, which is worth like sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's too. That's not something you fuck around with. That's no a way. that's a real artifact. As soon as they said that in the show, I was like, that shit's not worth anything. They reprint that all the time. I looked it up. One of the issues is worth sixty five thousand dollars. Jesus, <laughs> and he's gonna give that to his it's nephew. It's probably been but, inflated yeah. because of the movie. Absolutely, because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. now I mean, it's this, more of a cultural icon. This black mirror yeah. takes place after the movie was released. This, yeah. yeah. Mirror. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It's Black Panther, dude. <laughs> so in the Underground Railroad-esque type uh, yeah, adventure. Yeah, they were really trying to evoke that. Yes. Uh, they take some like, like different paths to get to this historically black college. And the goal is to get them just set foot on campus. Yeah. And as soon as they come out of this wooded path, the cop rolls up and is like, what are you guys doing? Where were you guys coming from? Mm -hmm. And they just try to keep walking and eventually he pulls the gun, pulls his gun on them and trains his weapon on the son and the mom and all them. And eventually the mom realizes like, wait, I haven't tried doing this with the camera and she just records. She starts recording the cop and more cops show up and they all draw their guns and start aiming them at this crowd of black people that are literally doing nothing but trying to, you know, go to college. (laughs) And that's where the show makes the point that hey if we show that they have eyes on them that they can't just keep doing this because then we'll let everyone know they don't have that same power over us and that they're the ones that are really afraid like we have mm-hmm. to use our power of like communication yada 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 so this is where the show does it's really on the nose this is where the show does something that's incredibly on the nose in that the mother gets like a speech yes she gets she gets like the the gotcha moment of like you know what I really think about you yeah. but the thing is like I don't think that's a problem because when I think back about what the Twilight Zone does, a lot of the Twilight Zone's messages are not subtle. No. But <laughs> and sometimes, like, when I look at the things that are happening, I realize, like, sometimes you it is possible to be too subtle. Like, it is okay to be really blunt with your message because sometimes you need to beat people over the head with the thing you're trying to tell them. Maybe we think that some of the episodes of the older Twilight Zone are more subtle than they actually were at the time because mm. we're not right there in the middle of uh, yeah. that point in time. Like, oh, you'll read a lot of, like, oh, gee, I'm not War. sure how they treated that black fella in the, in the uh, <laughs> Twilight Zone episode about the, the I did not watch that shadow one. sky. Mm. Oh. No, uh, I keep bringing that up. I should probably look up what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, Cold War era things that are like, I hate mutually... Uh, assured destruction. Assured destruction. Like nowadays, that. like we might be like, oh, it's a really subtle and, and good mm-hmm. like message. But if you're living in the Cold War, you're like, yeah, this yeah. guy said. Yeah, you got you know. it. You kind of have to have it like yeah. on the pulse. But 
Um, I'll try to rush through the last bit. Yeah. Uh, basically, the son walks on campus. It's a beautiful moment. And then the mother lives through the daydream that she had where she, her son has a daughter named Trinity. Yeah. And, you know, the son is he's old. He got to be able to be like, <laughs> over yeah, the age of like, 18 yeah, 20 years later right? I think it's 10, like, years yeah, 10 years later it's 10 years later uh, he has a daughter um, and unfortunately the granddaughter Trinity plays with the camera and breaks it causing the mom to have like a brief you know like breakdown and then the son picks her up and he's like mom you don't have to worry about right. it anymore I'm, I'm sorry what, I totally thought she when she was playing with the camera she was going to accidentally hit rewind and go back to the beginning uh, <laughs> I, I want to talk about what I think that part means yeah, but yeah. Um, so that happens and then the, the son my heart dropped because I knew what the fuck was going to yeah, happen yeah I know I was like I, I, I really hope I don't want do it to be a happy ending but of course fucking not as soon as the son's like I'm going to go get ice cream for you guys I'll be right back and he walks out the door, closes it, and as the mother's looking outside, you know what's gonna happen eventually in the future. Lights are flashing through like the blinds. Yeah, it's implied that, and you hear the sign. Oh, it's actually really creepy when you because yeah. the cop is very creepy inside the episode. Oh yeah. And uh, the screen cuts to black, and you hear like the whoop whoop, and yeah. you kind of get that sinking feeling that you get when you actually hear a cop like pulling up yeah, behind you. I want to say that I love. The, the the stuff that modern horror and modern science fiction is doing with like the they make present, real world things the presence or of, they well, show I want to say the presence of cops specifically yeah. because in old horror movies like I'm going to say The Blob 1950 or something like that when the cops show up you're like oh somebody who Thank is unambiguously God. going to uh, help is here uh, someone to but help now <laughs> like you, you realize like oh when the cops show up they're not always necessarily going to help you the end fact, get out. sometimes they're mm. going to make things much worse mm. a lot of times they're going to make things much worse so when you see the lights it's a it's like george said like a, a stomach sinking moment mm. for you the the audience member which by the way the end of get out absolutely annihilates that kind of moment that was like, perfect. Yeah. yeah um i was gonna say uh i i wonder where they got this idea from because this is exactly like life is strange mm-hmm. Uh, video game where girl has powers to look at a photo and go back in time to when that photo was taken and she keeps trying to save her friend Chloe but in the end Chloe must die or their t- whole town I mean, get destroyed. Twilight Zone has probably done this episode. Yeah, yes. I, like I, I, I wonder I was wondering if Life is Strange took that from somewhere else. Yeah. Or I think it's just a theme or, of time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Every time travel story does this. Surely I'll prevent it. Yeah, there are, there are fixed points in time is, yeah. a, is a thing that happens in a lot of time travel stories. But it, it just surprised me. Look, Eventually I'm going a, to get to just the yeah. time travel episode, yeah, which it, I'm not was, sure how I'm going to get to. We'll do it. It, it, it was more back. like they used the camcorder and she used her camera, her her photos. I do want to just quickly like address what happened through like the like through the black lens of oh, yeah. like, all the symbolism. So the way I took this episode was no matter what you do, no matter how many times you see what you're supposed to do or what you're not supposed to do when it comes to like the police, if you are a black man in America, a black woman in America, any minority figure really, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, the outcome is it might not always be good, especially if there's a preconceived notion about what you don't are. even get us started on if you're vaguely Hispanic looking. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, 
Shout out to Arizona. But um, the tea. So the, and it, it's really shown. It's very like if we said before, this is episode's very on the nose because the mother keeps on seeing. Okay, if we go this way, my son dies. If we go this way and do this thing, my son dies. And she keeps doing everything she can to avoid it. And then she even tries to meet somewhere in the middle by being like, "Hey, police officer. Like I said before, I'm a human too. I have a family. I love my family. You obviously love yours." And it doesn't even matter in the end because that cop, no matter what, will always see her as an other. Yeah. And that kind of it. I mentioned a lot because I'm a I'm a black man. Uh, how many times <laughs> yeah. my father's like told me when I was like 13? That was oh my god. My talk was so fucking. Ugh, it was weird because it wasn't oh birds and the bees. My talk was I turned 13 and my dad was like. Hey, you get arrested, so don't do the things that your white friends do because you won't get off as easy. Mm-hmm. And this episode didn't really have too much commentary on like well, you know, white people getting off easier than black people, but they did have a lot of commentary on police brutality. And something that they showed was like that I appreciated a lot was you kind of have to come together with these other people that are also at risk to try to avoid these things, whether that is videotaping like when police are mishandling someone or um which even then they show it it might not be enough just to do that it's you have to handle it well and like at the very end when like the little girl plays with the camera and then she breaks it and suddenly you know that power is lost i kind of took it as like oh yeah it's a great power but if you misuse it then you're not gonna it's not gonna work anymore because say if like if everyone videotapes every single time like a cop is doing like if they're doing something right and they're like still like I'm gonna videotape you and make sure that you do I mean you should still do that but um (laughs) it can take away the power of it which I don't know exactly if I agreed with that because I'm kind of more in the camp of like no we should definitely videotape that's police cameras are a good thing and stuff Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It was like some in, in terms of Twilight Zone. I like this one a lot because of the inevitability of things. Mm-hmm. Like I like yeah. the like when I was watching this with my roommates and they were talking about like, dude, the cop is gonna be like an, a dimensional cop and he like <laughs> he <laughs> like fucking he's a Terminator and okay. his only job is it to kill this kid. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. But like nineties so, version of the Twilight Zone would have absolutely done that. Shit. What's your yeah. name again? John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, I really like this episode. But it was really heavy. Like, yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, I want to say that that was maybe the longest we've ever stayed quiet while someone else is talking. Uh, but I'm happy we gave it that space. And also, just say the word. Do you want me to get out of this segment with "Don't do it" by Eddie Ard? <laughs> <laughs> we did. Right. No, I no, we uh, didn't. We we did talk about it in an episode, but I didn't play any of their music. We so. gotta get um some uh, what's a what's a some end up not NWA. I want to get a uh, Public Enemy because we're, we're East yeah. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! You want me to get some Public Enemy so that takes out of the segment? Fear I will. I'll do it. Just get that Fear out of a black man. Thing. Yeah, sure. Really, yeah. This so is gonna be our first five hour episode. Some of those who work forces. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would be down. <laughs> Rage against here. the machine. I it still makes me laugh. I I might cut this out, but it still makes me laugh that people like online are like. Yo, Tom Morello, I can't believe you're fucking against the president. What's wrong with you? And he's like, my band is called Rage Against <laughs> the Machine. Have you heard it, some of the music? Have you heard some of the music that I made? It's so it funny how many, like, cool. yeah. how many, like, bootlicker kids from high school that loved Rage Against the Machine that then, now are like, whoa, he's really outspoken. I'm like, yo. Did you read the name of his band? Did you literally this. just drink beer to it? <laughs> like, come on, dog. Did you... 
Do you not understand English? <laughs> so, th- th- that episode was good. A little, very, very Twilight zone Very, very heavy-handed, but I think it earns it. It earns it. I yeah. Why did they not lead with either of these two episodes? I, oh, my because God. Because Kumail Nanjiani stars Oh, big name. One. God. I know. With the... It's so bad. But that like they led with Adam that. Scott, so Adam Scott is like he's. I mean, maybe not anymore. Maybe like they he, didn't want to lead with a. Camille's hot right now. Yeah, I can understand them not wanting to lead with a remake because then like you just you stand up. So, so I didn't. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> different. Um, but let's talk about my is favorite. Okay, this one's like this absolutely good wild. Episode. Okay. This one is very interesting, and I'm glad that we. I made you guys all watch Fargo too, and now we get yeah, to this watch is Fargo. This, this, this yeah. was this like was very Fargo. Fargo with a bit of Stranger Things. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so this episode is called The Stranger Thanks. or The Traveler. Oh yeah. shit! Is it The Stranger? No, it's or the, the Traveler. Traveler. It's the Traveler. I think. Shit. Yeah. It's the thing from Destiny. It's, it's a, a Traveler. traveler. Yeah. <laughs> a Traveler. Wait, wasn't yeah. that the name of the one with the the guy who was an alien who helped a little girl? E.T. No, no I love that movie. No, the the older Twilight Zone episode. This is a there's this is a reference to at least one older Twilight Zone. Yeah, episode. I think it was called The Traveler. So I even thought it was a reference to the one Nick was talking about earlier, yeah. the diners. So yeah, it definitely I seems like it probably is. They also have a lot of cute uh, hint, hint, wink, winks to just mythology in general. And yeah, it might have, it might, they might be doing a one new episode, one remake, one new episode, one remake. So that would be nice. I Though think the this, next episode is going to be a remake. Oh, that's true. So that's not happening. So in this one, I don't really want to talk about the plot of it too much. I just want to talk right. about Right. There's like a mysterious man. He starts stirring up shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's it, pretty much the episode. A girl, a, a cop goes into the jail cell, like the drunk tank, basically, in Alaska. And there's they're like... There's basically no one in this town. Mm-hmm. Every and year, someone appears in the jail someone's cell. Someone's in the cell already. And they're like, well, because the police chief pardons one criminal on... Christmas every year. So they bring some drunk out and then put him in the drunk tank yeah. and the, then they pardon him. The, the yes. woman police officer's brother. Yeah, yeah. they bring him. They're like, look, we know one guy is publicly drunk right now. So <laughs> go get him. We're going to pardon him and we're going to have our Christmas party. But she goes and gets him, gets to the cell. There's fucking Walking Dead's Stephen um, Yoon yeah. is in the He's cell great. in He's a full great, yeah. suit Who, with me? a. Yeah, not him. <laughs> but um, he's in the cell already, and he's like, "How'd you get in the like, cell?" Oh, I, well, I'd I like to get pardoned. I didn't arrest you. He's like, "I please pardon me." You know, or they're like, "What? The fuck? <laughs> what is this? The Twilight Zone?" And because then, of how charismatic he is, he's delightfully creepy. He's mm-hmm. so good in this episode. He's amazing. Yeah, and probably one of my favorite performances of these new ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's shot really well. It's rare. so. This is in Alaska. It's nighttime, it's Christmas, it's got great warm theming, mm-hmm. and then, like, whenever they're outside, it's cold and dark, and, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. And so... This episode is gorgeous. It's all about, who is this guy, why is he here? How does he can, know all these things about everyone? Yeah. And can he be trusted? And mm-hmm. should I subscribe to his YouTube channel? Because <laughs> he has a YouTube well, yeah, channel. He, he builds himself as an influencer. He yeah. Is a, he has a YouTube. He's a travel I am YouTuber. A content creator. And he's like, look, I go, I'm an extreme traveler. Yeah. We go all over the, all over the world. I so this episode of specifically the new Twilight Zone absolutely dunks the shit out of Black Mirror. Yes. Like with, yeah. Like with yeah. the way it takes, like, okay, we're gonna do a weird like sci-fi premise. 
uh, sci-fi horror premise, uh, but we're going to specifically examine the way that people look at things in the modern world. And uh, Black Mirror is like, okay, well, that means we got to do the bad, bad phone, the, 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 the phone bad, the bad phone, the computer, the, the, the evil, but the computer is a problem. It's on and record. Video game's so scary, it'll kill you. It's on record, I also like Black Mirror. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, anyway. We already talked enough about Black Mirror in that episode. So, so if you're going to check out this new series, um, Nick, how much is it a month? Uh, oh my god! There's it's two like, prices. It's like, yeah, it's there's like two Five ninety nine with ads and nine ninety nine uh, for no ads. Okay. So However, if you would like, they give you a, a week free trial. Uh, I would say, I would say, I would say, wait until the Twilight Zone has a lot of episodes, yep. and then that do that shit, week baby. free trial. Watch all of it and get out of there because and, uh, I don't think you want to watch. I mean, okay, I didn't watch the new Star Trek stuff that they've been making for this. If it's good, then this might be actually worth your money. But otherwise, the, uh, I would say no. The original series is on Netflix and it's also on this streaming service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so cool. uh, ne- Netflix one is missing season four. Yeah, yeah. and this Very one, the, this streaming service does have season four. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, uh this is uh, that's not okay. They should still have season four, but I'm just gonna say this: not a huge loss. <laughs> yeah. uh, season, <laughs> season four is the one where they go move the original Twilight Zone moves to an hour of programming yeah. instead of a half hour. Mm. And it does not take the transition very well, in my opinion. So if you're going to check this show out, um, we're going to spoil this episode. We're not going to do the whole plot rundown, but what I want to talk about is the spoiler of the episode. And I think this is the only worthwhile episode they've put out so far. Really? You didn't, like, uh, as much as uh, George and I talked about the other two, you didn't, like, think they were worth the time of day? I don't know. I I think if you like the original Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, check out the new one. Um, I... I think episode three does some all right stuff, but if you're like Alex and love the police, yeah, uh, they might want to. They were hard on the police in that one. Episode four is a little bit nicer on the police. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not my boss. No, not really. No, they start off really light, like and then. Don't stand. But yeah, this is far and above the best one, and the one that I would say you should check out. So we're gonna spoil the shit out of it now. Um, Steven used an alien. So they in the fucking That's cutest the way. That's what I know and love. Yeah. Uh, they hint in the cutest way because one of the cops who's asking him all these questions is like, what are you, some type of suit, some type of man in black? That's like a cryptid. That's like an alien species that people thought they saw back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and, and like at the like opening minutes of this episode, um, they show at like an alien bobblehead oh. right on the side of the thing, like it oh, just in a one-off yeah, shot, man. and that is like, oh, that's it. Yeah. So I was watching this with friend of the show, Jaybor, mm-hmm. and we were both like, oh, he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because the Men in Black are literally supposed to be like a group of like meddling aliens that yeah. pose as like people, but they're kind of just strange. like the movie yeah. Men in Black. No, no. Unlike the movie, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're aliens Nick, on the movie. Yeah, but they're the one wait, we what? No, the, wait, the guy who talking. helped the little girl. Was uh, that also called the Traveler? I do not think so, but I'm going to look it up right okay. now. Thank because you for bringing it up. It, if it, it wasn't, that it was called. But yeah, they they were similar. they were laying layering on references to alien things and alien conspiracies, especially because yeah. there's an Air Force base right outside. I the think it's like. Area it's the, 151, I it's believe. The, yeah. It's their listening center, which means that they're looking for extraterrestrial life. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, they're listening like to radio frequencies. Yeah, but the this episode is really fun. The, yeah. the, the guy, the traveler, knows 
A Traveler. His name, he legally changed his name to A Traveler. In California, of course. One of my favorite bits of the episode. Mm -hmm. But he starts to uncover, like, or he starts to tell them stuff about themselves that only they know, or perhaps nobody knew. And, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it starts stirring up shit. The chief is, like, selling information to the Russians, and yada, yada, yada. But, like, so the mayor's corrupt. Yeah, all this shit is fucked up. But, um, I like that he's an extreme tourist and he's like there to or his bit is that he's there to be pardoned by the police chief because it's such a cool thing they I, only he, do he it he goes here. so far with that flattery it's yeah. insane he's saying he literally he talks, he's like if troops marched from Moscow through Anchorage they wouldn't be able to make it to mainland America yep because they'd have to go through the whatever town PD <laughs> okay so um Seb, the episode that you were thinking of is called The Fugitive. It is ah, so, Fugitive. Harrison Ford. That's a good movie. Uh, it is My not favorite. nearly <laughs> as interesting as The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Uh, it is It is very... It has a nice ending, though. I, I would like it. But, um, so, he's in the cell at one point, and he's like, has his hat off, and he has antennas on. We had like to they, rewind they, for that, too. I was we like, rewinded yo. too. You can barely see them. Like, yeah. barely. And then the... The chief is like, "Do you fucking see that? Did anyone else see that?" Yeah. You know, they're like, like, "What, what the are fuck? you?" It's oh, it's so, it's really fun. And I do like they make him take his hat off, and it's oh, you know, he doesn't. Oh, have anything. there's nothing there. And That's he has weird. like crazy fucking uh, alien magic. You just open doors. For yeah. our listeners oh, who are real '90s kids, uh, it is very reminiscent of the Animaniacs sketch Chicken Boo, where a chicken <laughs> is dressed as a human. <laughs> and only why did I do Chicken Boo for this week? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, delete week. this shit. Everybody watch Chicken Boo. <laughs> We're recording uh, in two hours. Where a giant chicken is dressed up as some kind of human in one way or another, and um, only one person can see that it's easily just the giant chicken. And everybody <laughs> fucking suit. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. But uh, this episode does what I like in a Tyler Set episode. Yeah. It's spooky it's shit's going on. Pitch perfect. It's kind of a premise turn. that you kind of yeah. instantly know what's going on. And what I was looking forward to, do, to with this series is really good cinematography and better filming and, like, famous people that I know and I like. And it's just, uh... It's and Jordan Peele still takes it very on. seriously, but it, but the framing of him makes him look like a huge cheese ball, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Because, like, he's delivering a very serious speech. He's talking about something that is extremely relevant to the episode. But when the camera pans and reveals that he's sitting in a chair with a present... In a jail. In a jail? <laughs> like... That's fucking hilarious. Also, I did want to say, uh, uh, Jordan Peele is like heavily like marketed to be involved in this. He's a producer, and when I was thinking to myself before we watched this, like, how could he have possibly been super involved with this? He's doing us at the same time. It's like, well, he's not that involved in it. Yeah, he does That's some. He, he does some acting stuff. He does some producing, but he's not like writing these episodes. He's not directing them. He only has writing um, credits on episode two so far. Mm-hmm. He's, he's which great. I mean, his acting is great, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's not writing this. So and don't, you don't can be tell. cool. Yeah. I, I also want to say that Jordan Peele has technically done a terror at twenty thousand feet thing before because he had for because oh, for Keen no. Peele for he Keen also Peele, had a shining reference in Keen yeah, Peele as well. It, for oh, Keen shit. Peele, there is a sketch where this. he is like he's on a plane and the seat uh, that he was going to be in. They're like, oh, well, we don't want to separate the family, so could you please move to this seat? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, well, you'd be technically upgraded to. Uh, economy plus, so you'd be getting an upgrade for your scene. He's like, oh ho ho, economy plus, and he's like, everything that happens, he's like, well, this is living, like, and it's even like the dumbest shit. Like, uh, he is like slightly more legroom, and the person who sits next to him, he's like, 
can get a load of this. Like, look at this. I got extra leg room. And then, like, he goes to sleep and he wakes up. He opens the shade and the gremlin's there. He's like, huh, I bet they don't have a gremlin in a con. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's that. good. <laughs> Um, the, uh, yeah. uh, also, shout outs to the the hotel buffet sketch, uh, which is which has a shining reference in there. Ooh, all right, I'm watching both. Of these, so <laughs> Key and Peele the is continental breakfast. I think that's Key and Peele is not very old, but it holds up really well. Some yeah. comedy, especially recent comedy, does not age very well, but Key and Peele holds up very very well. Because my hometown friends and my cousins and I. We love just saying stupid shit and laughing about it. I fucking love this Keen Peel sketches where it's just him and Keegan Michael Key being black dudes that working at a movie theater <laughs> talking yeah. about oh my man's Liam Neeson's Liam Neeson's uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're talking they're they're they're, they're, they're supposed to be working at a uh, like an old Shakespearean theater <laughs> and they're like oh my man Othello making the be- <laughs> making the beast with two backs with that white girl <laughs> they're, like, they're getting all stoked and it shows the reaction afterwards like man I can't believe they did Othello like that they're freaking out it was so good <laughs> but the moral of this episode is Key and Peele is very good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Check out Key and Peele. I, what do you guys think of the what how the alien looked? I thought they weren't going to show it. They went, they I went it. pretty standard with alien design. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Well, I thought it was a, fine. I, I, I wasn't like, uh, I'm not going like, to uh, like start clapping at the creature design or anything, <laughs> but I, I do think that they... they like they did the perfect thing. I, I think it. making him like it was pitch perfect. It, it, yeah. suit, it suited the t- it suited the tone of the show. Oh, love He's it. like worth the wait, huh? <laughs> yeah. Also, I think Men in Black are supposed to look human esque, but just like kind of mm-hmm. tall. I like the tall neck. I like the yeah. antennas. I wish. I almost wish they had showed less. But they shot. They probably showed it. But yeah, it wasn't time. like there wasn't like a full on shot mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, yes. exactly. And I like the setting. Yeah, Overall, the, I think was very I, I liked. The previous three episodes were what I expected out of this series, and four was what I was hoping what this series mm-hmm, would be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm I think definitely they still have some surprises left. I think. They, yeah, hopefully. absolutely. I think that we have not seen the best episode of the show. I'm yet. okay if it's just famous. I'm hoping people we've seen the worst. I like. Yes, I hope so too. <laughs> I, I, I only have it. <laughs> Um, I can't wait what a wonderful prediction. <laughs> we have not seen the best episode of the show. We have not seen the worst episode of the show. It will go on for 18 more episodes. Let's find out. There's going to there's gonna be a fucking episode about like dabbing being a mind control tactic. It's going to be a Gamergate episode. Oh, man. I hope so. There's okay, be look. a streamer who's a ghost. Write that episode. <laughs> write that episode. We should all toss it to a hand. You're too late. late. <laughs> yeah. Ghost titty streamer. All right, Cam, we haven't done a sketch for the break in a million years. Mm-hmm. This would be the episode mm-hmm. to do one. All right, I'll try and think of something. I was going to do what you did and record a thing, but that worked fine, so I don't think I need to do that. I'll think of something, I hope. So if you like this, is there a thing that's like this? Uh, no. <laughs> didn't make anything else like this. <laughs> Check out fucking Black Mirror is good, and the original <laughs> Twilight Zone is even better than both of these, and then... Um, if fucking you're a fan, Tales of the Crypt, the Comedy Bang Bang parody of Tales of the Crypt is pretty good. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, if you are a fan of reading, I would recommend the book Strange Weather by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son, uh, who tries very hard to hide that. Already. He tries very hard to hide that fact, but Stephen King's always tweeting about how much he loves his son. And how <laughs> Check out my son's book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, wrote a very good um, comic series, Lock Called, and Key. Yes, it does, um, which doesn't fit as well into the format of this episode, but no, it's still very good, and I would recommend. Still very good. The Twilight Zone movie is pretty okay. Has an amazing intro. If you watch it for nothing else, that intro is fantastic. It's uh, Dan Aykroyd and another actor I can't remember driving in a car 
where they're trying to remember whether certain things are episodes of the Twilight Zone or Yo. episodes of The Outer Limits. Yo! <laughs> then I gotta watch this. One of them fucking turns into a, a, an alien or some shit. Okay, so because good. Cam can't remember, I won't spoil the oh, end of that shit. bit because oh, it's funny. Oh, I'm watching that. Yes. Also watch, um, additionally, watch The Scary Door. Yes, <laughs> watch The Scary Door. Watch it's the on scary YouTube. Door. It's on YouTube. Just watch so, it. So, let's, let me talk about what's happening scary next week. So, next week, Should we, do we got a guest. Oh, um, do you want to do the plugs before the before the next week episode tease? I feel like usually like the last thing we do is. Yes. Oh, hey guys, yeah, yeah. we should record yeah. the plugs. Yeah, let's record the plugs. Yeah, let's get them clean. Should we, George? George, you want to promote that shit for us? Should we just do them clean afterwards? Yeah, let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's just close the episode out. Yeah. Okay, Nick, what are we doing next week? Next week, we've got a guest, so we better fucking clean this shit up, man. Like we, we're inviting someone over. I did not, but that's oh, very relevant. We, we already host? have a ghost host. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Who's> Go! <laughs> so, so, next week, uh, a friend of the show and uh, my coworker, Greg, will be on. Mike? Greg? Greg? No. Was uh, Mike was already on. Uh, Mike was my old coworker uh, at my old job Mike. when we started the Fuck. show. Right. Greg's my coworker joking, at, the new, damn, at the new job. Too many so, yeah, exactly. Enough. I work with too many people. It's, it's rough. Um, <laughs> um, so, Greg uh, actually fucking listens to the show. What? He's constantly giving me feedback. He refuses to email hey, the Mike. show. Uh, <laughs> but he will just tell me stuff that, that he is. Wait, is this the guy that said that we're not funny? No. Oh, I was going to say, else. pretty astute. But <laughs> I, think that was, <laughs> I think that was Robert. That oh, was Robert. Nice. <laughs> I mean, he's not thanks, wrong. Robert. <laughs> thanks, Robert. You're um, right. Robert also listened very early on. Robert, yes. if you're still listening, thank you. I'm very surprised. You hardly Robert. ever say Jason Voorhees anymore. Yes, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, yeah. Greg uh, is... He he's also a horror boy. He's mm. he's very much like a spooky, oh, spooky kind of guy, spook child. I don't think you guys uh, can see that. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. So, um, but he loves, uh, in particular, creepypasta. And there is a show Ooh. called Channel Zero that was based on creepypastas. That would that would take creepypasta as a basis and then make a season of television out of it. Yeah. And we are going to be watching the first season of that show, which is called Candle Cove. Uh, which is based on a creepypasta that Chris Straub wrote. Chris Straub, you may remember, he did Local 58, which we did an episode <gasps> on back in October. Oh, oh you told me that. Yeah. Big, big um, but we're going to be watching the first season of that show. It's available on Shudder if you need a, if listeners need a place to watch it. Um, it was on Sci-Fi, I believe, for a while. It is. Not, it does not have a confirmed upcoming season so as of now it's just the four seasons and shutter you can watch through amazon prime but it's a separate subscription but it yes. uses the same video service uh but for just us on the show we're just going to be using a flash drive uh, and i will yeah. not say how we got that email us if you want the flash drive Please email us if you want the flash drive i don't care no what flash drive the police <laughs> no it's not the band what did we learn from that episode don't trust the police I'm the closing out the yes, Nick, I don't want to get shot because you downloaded something illegally. <laughs> Nick is going to cause you to get shot one way or another. There's no way to prevent it. <laughs> okay, okay. It's inevitable. But we all agree that it will be Nick's fault. <laughs> but look, I have a magic audacity where I can raise the equalizer uh, to somehow cause this to not happen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You raise the equalizer to erase sound. No, it raises, he raises the quality of America. Oh. Yeah, so then Alex gets oh. shot, too. But it sounds like <laughs> 
I'll take it. Anyway, <laughs> next week Greg's coming over. We gotta clean the, clean our act up a little bit. Just kidding. He listens to the show. He knows what this is like. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're you're coming over. You're, Bad you're, news. Yeah. yeah. It's hot in here. Um, it is hot in here. Uh, we so will try and have it be less hot in here for next. Uh, nope. Steps up. But we are going to be watching the first season of Channel Zero. It's six episodes long. Each episode's about forty minutes. I told everyone about this way in advance, and no one. Strap in, baby. Yeah. No one has watched anything. We're, so we're going to complain do about how it's too long because yeah. we did it at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that PDL way. I did the assignment. Okay? It's the PDL way. My classic joke of saying I don't listen to Nick. It's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be another spooky thing. This is this uh, loop has been really funny because we did. Uh, we did a, a cartoon, then we did two video game episodes back to back, and now we're doing two horror television series back to back. Over in April, yeah, baby. Again. All right, well, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, in the Twilight Zone. They reacting. They only come and they come when they wanna. So get them off trucking and bomb the corner. They don't care cause they stay. PCAST. PCAST. Phantom Dennis. The Phantom Menace. Oh, hi, podcast. I didn't see you there. Thank you as always for listening, and a special thanks for sticking around for the end of the episode. What do you think this is? A Marvel movie? Because it's not. Tony Stark is not here. If you want to yell at me for that joke, you can contact us at pleasedon'tcast at gmail.com and have your email probably read on the show. Or, if you would like to yell at us in a faster, less formal way, send a Jimmy Kimmel trademarked mean tweet to at pleasedon'tcast on Twitter. Tell a friend about us, and we're available on SoundCloud and iTunes. But enough about us. Have you ever wondered why your younger cousin wipes the floor with your ass when you play Mario Kart Double Dash? A smart carpenter blames his tools, and we at Please Don't Cast do the same. Pink Caddy Customs is the place to get a custom controller to really teach that kid who runs Baby Park. You can find Mr. Pink Caddy at pinkcaddy.com. That's caddy with a C. Thanks again for listening, and please, don't eat the bones. Here we go!